Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you're joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making the show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. I'm two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Explain it me. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar baby. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You make me feel sweet. You make me go crazy. Why do you know all the words to that? <laughs> Why don't you? Hit what? <laughs> the fuck? Cause that song sucks. <laughs> Why do you always know the white trashiest songs I've never heard of? It's Euro trash to you, thank you. They're not European, though. That song was hot. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> we go to the club. We have no time. We, we pick up we the ladies. All the time. Please tell me you heard techno version of the butterfly song. <laughs> you know what I said to my family the other night? What? I said, oh my god, I'm so excited to drive myself to the hospital now when I have to go. <laughs> because I love the hospital. Uh, dude, you're fucking crazy. I just love the hospital. They got Why? a piano. They got... <laughs> There's always something new happening at the hospital. They, you know what you I You want to get the hot news of the day <laughs> at the local hospital? You know what I hate about living in today's society? There is an abundance of options that overstimulate me, and I feel like no matter what I pick, there's something better that I could have picked. It happens with TV. It happens with Netflix or, or Hulu or whatever. I'm always like, there's so many fucking options no matter what I pick. I might be watching something now, but I could be watching something better instead of what I picked. At the hospital, there's not many choices. Yo, you got shit coffee. You got crazy Hold FOMO. On. You got FOMO? Fear of missing out. That's not why I'm doing it. It's like, how many TV shows am I going to be able to watch in my lifetime? Jesus and how am Christ, I gonna, Donna. Yeah, that, that's like, that's a little much. But so at the hospital, there's only one type of coffee. It's shit coffee. <laughs> there's only a couple of snacks in the vending machine. You like it I don't, because there's few options? Like, do you, I don't, someone can lock you in a room and be like, this is what you're eating for the rest of your life. But what I was going to say is... When you go to the hospital and you're admitted. Now, I don't <laughs> like always being hurts. admitted. That's that's too much sometimes. You just, like, visit the lobby? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sometimes. But, like, when I've been there for my mom's surgeries, I was always like, yeah, I'm in the hospital. I can do two things. Look at my phone and read a book. So, like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I only got two choices. So, you can watch Netflix on your phone. Yep. I said, be on my phone. Or, but that still goes further into or, your you being indecisive or not knowing if this is a good show or a good, good show. Yeah, but I got other things on my mind. I'm in a hospital. Like, why am I in the hospital? There's a reason. It's usually tragic. 
I've come a long way. I used to be afraid of hospitals because of my father's untimely death. But now, me and the hospital, we're on the same page. We need each other. They need me to stay open. I need them if I'm going to die. So, oh, oh, you know what? I, I, I was going to say only two times, but no, actually three times I have been in a hospital when our pet bird, R.I.P., flew at my face and bit my eyelid. I went to the get it stitched? No, we waited for like two hours and my mom was like, fuck it, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And we went to get Chinese food. The second time was when your mom was having surgery. Mm -hmm. And the third time was when my boyfriend got hit by a car on his bike. When I was born... Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not counting that. I don't remember. <laughs> I was. This is what to do, to do with what you told me about you getting attacked by the bird. My mother is a nurse for babies. She knows the protocol of what happens when you give birth. And, you know, while hospitals do want to, American hospitals do want to get you the fuck out of there as quickly right away, as possible. Yeah. Which is disgusting. You have a choice. You can leave whenever the fuck you want. You do? Yes. You can, unless but they what? They, but they charge you, I'm assuming, some crazy amount of money for staying. Well, but if the hospital will let you stay to a certain amount of time, I'm sure it'll be, more, as the days go on, you'll, you'll incur more charges. But the point is, is I think they want you to stay at least 12 hours in the hospital after you give birth. But you don't have to do that. You That's can discharge insane. yourself at any time. What did my mother do? I think like three or four hours after I was born, she took me the fuck out of there. She was like, I'm not staying here. Well, she saw the hospital was garbage or? No. She just hates staying in hospitals oh. because as a nurse, she's the, the worst fuck? patient in the world. Oh, did I? I told you my my mother's trauma story. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, some yeah, bitch sewed a glove into yes. her hookah for your brother and your... it got infected. No, for your one of your... No, for yeah. my brother. But she had you naturally? Yeah. And yeah. she was in labor for like 36 hours. Well, my husband's mother... They told her, like, his head is so big. We oh, have yeah, to they get the clamps. That, yeah. We have to get the clamps out. They almost did. To get him out. My mom didn't want them to because she heard, like, stories about... Squishing your head? Yeah. That head is like a sponge. It'll no, start I know, to... but she was, like, freaked out, and she was like, no. Do you think you're better off alone? <laughs> Do you think you're better off alone? Talk to me. Ooh, ooh, talk to me about a shitty movie. Ooh, talk to me. What movie is it? You want me to tell you right away? Hello. Hi. We are. Hi. <laughs> where is, we, we are. Talk to me about it. <laughs> the new podcast where. I ask you a question that I I tell you I don't know about it, but I'm lying. <laughs> Listen, Mike, I could not think of question last night. Okay? What? <laughs> We're doing my movie. Yes, I know, so but I, I'm just saying. Oh shit! I could not think. Oh, you. Oh, Donna. No, 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 for... no, 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 no. I have the question via my husband. He's the one who came up oh, with it. No, that no, same. No, no, no. But. I didn't write it down, but I remember what it is, oh, so no. we're good. Oh, no. It, it came to me late last night. Oh, you have a question? For my movie. You know, b when this podcast started, I realized while editing that, like, we always asked each other, let me ask you something, either in the middle or the beginning well, of the that show. Well, that was Without always... saying, like, this yeah. is going to be our gimmick. But now, it's a good segue yeah. into whatever the hell we're doing. Good lead-in. Yeah. Welcome to Explain It Me. A podcast where two women and talk about a movie in full detail that is crazy in plot. And tis confusion-y. <laughs> confusion -y. And 
My name is Stephanie. My name's Donna, and it's like really early for me to be chugging wine. <laughs> it's uh, 2.36 in the afternoon <laughs> on a Friday. I see everybody on social media now being like, what's the best way to quit drinking? And I'm like... <laughs> what's the best way not to <laughs> this all, podcast i've never had a problem with drinking i've always been a social drinker i've never been like sometimes i can count on my one hand the amount of times i've been like i really need like a glass of wine right now just to to mellow down yeah. or i'm gonna have a beer with popcorn that's it yeah my man's the other day asked me he's like you guys aren't concerned about drinking and I'm like, okay, first of all, we have a limit yeah. per episode, so we're not destroying ourselves completely, mm-hmm. and we wait between episodes to sober up a little bit, and we're only doing it once or every other week. All right. Let's get into this movie. What movie are we doing today, Donna? Well, we're doing a movie that sucks. Um, we're oh. doing 2003's Identity. Okay. Do you know what movie that is? No. Can you name Donna, one person? Donna has told me that she's doing this movie like three times, and every single time I don't remember. <laughs> Can you... You've never heard of it. Possibly. You couldn't name a person no. who's in it. Great. Why Cops? Do I, why do I fuck myself... Yeah, but wait. Okay. Why do I fuck myself and pick movies with a goddamn array of people in it? There is like... <laughs> 20 people in this movie. You know movie. what? I, I was so thankful for the movie that I did. We're going to record later today because it didn't have time travel. <laughs> um, This doesn't have... Oh. <laughs> oh, God. No. It has time jumping, but it doesn't have time travel. Okay, it has a little time jumping, but it's nothing That's, insane. All yeah. movies have fucking time yeah. jumping, I feel like. All right, so this movie came out in 2003. It's a psychological thriller. Right up my alley. I've, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're going to be the one that everyone's like, why is she obsessed with 9-11? And I'm going to back up and be like, I don't talk about it. <laughs> Never forget, bitch. <laughs> I can't. Anytime I go out of state or somebody out of state is talking to me and I tell them like, yeah, I was born and raised here. And they're like, what was, na- what was it like being alive on 9-11? And I have to do it in that voice. All right. So written in 2000, made in 2003. Got it. It was written by a man named Michael Cooney. I've never heard of this man. The only other credit he has on IMDb is he directed the horror movie Jack Frost. You know that movie? The crazy, where a man turns into a snowman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he, he's going to die and he transfers his soul into a snowman. And then he's a murdering snowman. <laughs> My favorite one is when the snowman goes on vacation to the Caribbean and starts killing people at a resort. I don't even understand that. I think I've seen it, but the very beginning of the movie is, like, a little drawn out. No, you know what? I've never seen it. You told me about it on a bus going to Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that one in the movie about the killing turkey, the murdering turkey. That one I don't That's remember. That's called, like, Thanks Killing. What about Rubber? What? Is that about the tire? Yeah. That's supposed to be a good movie, though. All right. Does it kill people? Yeah. All right, never mind. <laughs> Thinking of a different thing. Um... So, the movie was directed by James Mangold, known for directing some fucking hits, to be honest okay. with you. He directed Walk the Line, the biopic of Johnny Cash starring okay. Joaquin Phoenix. He directed Logan, the... Oh, okay, the, the last Wolverine movie. Wolverine, yeah. yeah. Which I saw, and it was really good. Depressy uh, Spaghetti. He directed Girl Interrupted, 
the movie about the girls in the mental institute, the psych 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 ward in the 1960s, starring Angelina Jolie and uh, that, Winona Ryder. 1960s? That's not. It's the ni- That's yeah. when it takes place. Okay. It was made in the 90s. Okay. I think. Also, depressing spaghetti. And he also directed. I didn't see this movie. I know you saw it in theaters. Ford versus Ferrari. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. It was so, good. this movie though shite so i don't understand <laughs> he only got better i i can at least say here's the cast of people in this movie all right starting with the main person hit me john cusack what's he in now see i can't tell you because i only know I, not i only know him i know a lot of movies he's been in but you looking for your phone so yes. you can diba google uh he he was in a lot of movies I watched as a kid because my sister showed it to me, like Better Off Dead, One Crazy Summer. He was a teen heartthrob, like beautiful. I loved him for a very long time. You know what? You you can tell that I'm already not here by the fact that I am searching IMDb on IMDb. <laughs> what the fuck has he been in that I could tell you? You'll you'll see his face. Oh, thirteenth uh, floor or like a room. Room 1408. 1408. I think it's there just called go. 1408. That's a Stephen King book. A word? Yeah. That movie sucked. Um, There's two also, endings. Whatever. He also played Edgar Allan Poe in a biopic. Not a biopic. It's a fuck. It's not a biopic. It's. He plays Edgar Allan Poe, the Poo. real Edgar Allan Poe, but his wife is murdered and he's trying to solve the murder himself. So it's. It's real Edgar but fake. Allen, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait. Have you ever seen Con Air? I don't think so. Okay, ready for this gem of trivia podcast, people? Stephanie has a fucking weird obsession with Nicolas Cage. I can't even tell oh, you. Oh, yes, I have. You have? He's a prisoner on yes. a... Yes. Yeah. John Cusack is the lawyer who's trying to... Or, or an FBI agent who's trying to, like, mediate between the, hostage, the hostages, yeah. the criminals on the plane... And, like, getting it to, to land. Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. That movie's good, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right, so anyway. The late, great Ray Liotta. He was in Goodfellas. He's dead? He died, like, six months ago, working on one of his last films. Stephanie doesn't know actors. <laughs> did you did you hear that Lisa Marie Presley died yesterday? No. Elvis Presley's daughter? She was 54 years old. She went into cardiac arrest. Oh, shit. Was she fat? No, she wasn't, but they probably have a history of heart problems because Elvis died from eating fried banana sandwiches every day. <laughs> Fat heart. Ray Liotta, he was in Goodfellas. He was in the B movie. I'm so sorry that that's the second movie that comes to mind when I think of him. <laughs> Whose voice was he? One he of plays the... Ray Liotta. Oh, he's like the boyfriend or something? No, he plays himself as a cartoon animation. What? Because he's the face of the honey company. That they're like suing. Uh, it's fucking. I haven't. I saw that movie once, and then I, I saw I, it. I, and then I watched it when a giant group of ASMR people decided to act it out, but in ASMR. Why, is that why it it got blown up recently? No, no, no. Everybody makes jokes about the entire script being on like T-shirts and shit like that. <laughs> also, fuck Jerry Seinfeld, but that's different. Anyway, I I can agree with that. <laughs> Amanda Pete. I know you don't know who Amanda Pete is. I do know from looking at her face. Yes. She's not that. She was in 2012. I don't know what the fuck. All right, that Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, yeah, but back to it. Stephanie loves Nicolas Cage, but has not seen as many Nicolas Cage movies as I've seen. Yeah. Which is nuts to me. 
It's true. I have a certain image of him in my head, and I don't want to ruin it. He's in one of my favorite movies, Raising Arizona, but that was when he was actually trying to be a serious actor. Well, I mean, he's kind of, well, yes and no. Oh, he, I'm I'm happy for him being in a in a shit ton of independent films well, trying he to did pay that, off I that. I told you debt. to pay off that that dinosaur egg debt. <laughs> but like he is a really good actor. He has the capability. After he made millions, he's like, I don't have to try anymore, which a lot of actors do. Clea Duvall, who I know you don't know who that is. You know who Alfred Molina is? I've seen her and shit. Yeah. I've seen him too. She's a, she's got that face that you know what she looks like. Yeah. But the dude from Spider Man Two. No, from uh, Scrubs. D- Wait, what? Who? John C. McGinley. I don't know. Oh, I know who he plays. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't like Scrubs. I think that show sucks. But you know, I know you watched uh, it because you didn't my have cable. Schmeck's boyfriends loved it a little too much because he sucks and he has no <laughs> good taste in humor. So, Alfred Molina, who plays Doc Ock in the second original Spider Man. Yes. Jake Busey. Gary Busey's son, who looks exactly like Gary Busey. Okay. And lastly, I have down... There's more people in this movie. I don't know a lot, like, all of them, but Rebecca De Mornay, who is a very famous actress. She's in that movie I really like, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and... Uh, Runaway fa- Train. Famously, she's in... What's the movie with Tom Cr- Risky, Risky Business? Risky Business. Yeah, she plays the prostitute that he pays for for one night and then falls in love with. She was in a movie with John Travolta. Which one? I Am Wrath. Looks like garbage. She's probably in a lot of shit. All right, so let's get into the movie. You ready? Yeah. So the movie opens with somebody saying, As I was going up the stairs, I saw a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he'd go away. And then you hear another voice asking him, like, Where'd you hear that funny phrase? And the original voice says, I made it up. Uh, someone needs to take their meds. Funny you should say that. Um, (laughs) This is a recording of a doctor speaking to a patient. Oh, okay. The doctor is Alfred Molina. Okay. The patient is named Malcolm Rivers, and he remembers that his mom was a whore. (laughs) This, This is the whole conversation they're having, like, that's being tape recorded. Rivers is in jail, prison, sorry, there's a difference, Uh for murdering women. Schwammin. And he's on death row. Oh. And the night before he's supposed to be killed for these crimes he's committed, new evidence comes about. Oh, of course. (laughs) Waiting to the last hour. Apparently they found a diary of his that goes back to when, before he killed these women. So his lawyers are ruling for a new trial. And because it's the night before he's supposed to be executed, this trial has to happen abruptly. So they postpone him getting well, executed the next there's day. there's still time. They have to be able to have this trial and prove this is the point. They want to prove that he's insane and he shouldn't be tried for murder because if they prove that he's insane, they can pick the insanity plea and then, you know, he can't be put to death. But th- again, they're not trying to have a trial right before he's... Yes, a- they are. Dude, they're that's call- not how it works. They're calling it at night at the fucking courthouse. They don't They're do pulling that. together... They don't do that. They just push back the date. You never seen Night Court? That was a TV show in the 90s like, or 80s. Uh, sir, you're about to get executed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a man drinking as he sits behind the desk of a motel. Okay, we're same time. Yes, we're not jumping yet. Did they say anything? Just a new scene. Okay. Nothing is said. We have this story of this man who is on 
trial for mur- not Death trial. Row, yeah. He's on. He's about to be executed. Blah blah blah. Yeah. New new scene. Man sitting desk. behind the desk of a motel, drinking, Holiday. watching TV. We at the fucking motel. Hotel. Hotel. Holiday Inn. It's raining. It's dark. That's the scene that we're in. Got it. Bad. Someone comes in. No. You said someone comes in. You're not wrong. A guy <laughs> kicks down the door. <laughs> He's bloody. He's holding a woman. Okay. In his arms, it's his wife. It is the guy from Scrubs. Okay. Okay. So he says he says something along the lines of, help me, we need help, something like that. It then cuts to a new scene where that same man who just barged into the motel yeah. is driving in a car down a road with his wife and his child in the back. It is raining like fucking bullets. Crazy. It's insane. Monsoon. Yeah. So the wife's like, do you want me to drive? And the husband's like, no. Uh, women can't drive. <laughs> he's he's like, no. But he's really anxious. He's saying to himself, like, as if he just learned how to drive. This is what you do in the appearance of an accident. This is what you do when there is a storm under his breath. And then all of a sudden the tire pops. And, like, the the he loses control of the car and it's, like, going crazy. And he finally gets it to a stop. He gets out of the car. It's raining like a monsoon, like you said. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking high heel stuck in the tire, and that's what popped it. I don't know if that's what? possible. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. What? Listen, I've had a screwdriver stab my car on the highway. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't into a tire. It was just into one of the plastic parts under the car, into the side skirt. Cut to Amanda Pete driving and smoking in her own car. Got it. She throws a heel out the window? No. But she hits a woman. Cut to. Oh, God. Her singing happy birthday in lingerie to a man who's handcuffed to a bed. <laughs> he, she's an escort. Or a prostitute. Got it. And he has whipped cream on his chest with candles in it. I don't understand the That's signs disgusting. of that. I don't understand the physics how the candles are being held in just whipped cream. That shit melts. Especially with body heat. He got chest hair and everything like that. Yeah, because it's it's movie whipped cream. They probably make it out of, like, butter or some shit. That would melt, too. She's singing happy birthday to him in that Marilyn Monroe way. And, like... Happy birthday. <laughs> what the fuck? To you. She gets up and she's trying to find the lighter. And I don't know why, because the candles are already lit. <laughs> she wants to set him on fire. Well, she don't even need to do that. So she gets up to rummage through her bag. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I fucked up. I fucked up. Already? When she's looking for the... Well, okay. Because when she is with the with the guy that she is sleeping with for money, she goes over to his shit and she takes money out of his, like, pants and steals from him. Got okay? it. So, but now she's Getting back- that tip. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. She is now back in her car and she opens up the glove box to look for a lighter because she has a cigarette in her mouth, but she doesn't find it. So then she's driving forward straight and opening up a suitcase in the back seat. She's what? in a coupe, by the what way. The it's fuck? like it's got the open fucking ceiling. There's just like, you know, you isn't mean... that a coupe? No, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I fucked it up. She's in a hatchback in a convertible. There you go. Fuck you. <laughs> so there's no ceiling. Yes, right? that's right. what a convertible is. That's so bullshit. It's like, it why don't converts. you just fucking, why don't you put wheels on a tent and drive that? So, um, <laughs> she opens up the suitcase and she's rummaging for a lighter, but it's fucking windy as fuck. It's the daytime, too. So this is before it's raining. Okay. All of her shit starts flying out of the suitcase onto the road. She's like, oh, because, like, all her shit's gone. Oh, my God. This is how the wheel, fe- not the wheel. wheel. This is uh, how the heel fell out, I assuming. I, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> 
I do the assuming, I didn't me wa- assuming that heel. <laughs> I didn't watch. So I was writing notes. I didn't see. I assume that the heel <laughs> fell out of her suitcase gotcha. and hit the road, which is how I also have to slightly say I assume that he picked the heel up. I think. I don't remember. I watched this movie twice. Like a year and a half ago and then and you then last week. just watched it like last, yeah. Last week. I know. Wait, but, but I, hold on. What? He picks it up after it's jabbed into no, the tire? No, the dad who brought his wife into the motel, who's bleeding. Yeah. He got a flat tire. Yeah, and a heel was stuck in it. In the tire. Yeah. And we assume that it came. You can't just pull that shit out. We assume it came from Amanda Pete's suitcase as yeah. she was rummaging okay, for a I got lighter. That. That's if that happened. I don't see any other way that that could have been happening or explained. So, like, I'm assuming some here. That but makes also, sense. Okay, all right. Not really, because, like, how fucking sharp is a stiletto? I mean, no, I mean, have you in, ever seen the single white female? Uh, she kills a man with a stiletto yeah. heel. Yeah. Into eyeball, right. right? Yeah. The husband is now back putting a new tire on it's a spare tire yeah and it's a piece of shit apparently it's It's pouring harder now and their son is in the back seat of the car the wife goes up to the window and she puts her palm on the glass and he puts his little palm on the glass and then then a fucking i was gonna say (laughs) t-rex yeah this is i'm tricking you i'm doing jurassic park And then a fucking semi truck just goes they, into them. They hold each other's hands together on grass, and he's like, "Oh, my little sweetheart, my little mistake." And then he and takes then, it, he takes his dick out of his pants, and then he he's puts like his seven. dick against what the. the f- oh, I thought the wife. No, the wife pulls her dick out and puts it on <laughs> no, the glass. I thought he that's was a good. Do- that's I, a good assumption. I thought he was doing it with the wife over the glass. No, the son and the wife are doing that. Wait, she's, isn't she inside? She's, she's outside? outside trying to assist her husband putting okay. the spare tire on. Got it. So she's smiling at him. That's, and some, that's some childish shit I would do too if I had a kid. So <laughs> She smiles at him and he smiles at her. She has the umbrella and she takes one step back and then boom, she gets hit by a fucking car. Oh my God. And the son like. What? Yeah. Like, I don't, I'll tell you what happens. Obviously. Oh, no, I'm not going to oh, tell okay. you. Okay. All right. I, she takes I'm a step back further picture, into the road yeah. after she puts her hand so up to the glass. Stupid. Right. Did they have their hazards on? I, probably not. <laughs> Fucking stupid. All right, so the wife is named Alice. That's the woman he was carrying into she did. the motel. Yeah, we get it. The husband starts screaming at the car that hit her, What have you done? And the car is dun, like, dun. Now cut to a new scene. Rebecca de Mornay is in the back seat of a, a limo, and it's we're in the same storm. The same horrible rain that everybody else is driving through. And her driver is John Cusack. Got it. There's a lot of names in this movie. Yeah. I'm going to need you to keep, keep, keep with it. Okay. Yeah. Pretend there's a test at the end. (laughs) I'm dying if there's a gun. Her name is Caroline Suzanne. She got two first names. She's an actress. She's an actress. Okay. And she's on the phone. And that's her actress name. Mm hmm. And she's on the phone with her people. Talking about how she walked off set of the last production she was working on. And she's very pissed off. She's upset. She's fighting with him. Her phone battery dies. Because she has, like, that black phone that, like, flips the one part open. And then you, it has the yeah, big buttons the old, to dial. Yeah. And it has that huge... The battery a- is so big you could use it to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. She has one of those phones. She needs a new battery because she has more than one. And she asks the driver, can you pass me the new battery in my bag that's up front with him? It's sitting in the passenger seat. She has seat. a driver. Yes, I said okay. that. I, said I thought it was like a regular taxi cab. I said it's a limo, but it's a short limo. It's okay. not a long limo. 
He can't find the battery, and she starts fucking screaming at him. And he takes his eyes off the road for one second, and this is the moment he hits Alice, that guy's wife. Oh my god. This this whole movie is going to be, we watch this thing happen, and then we see why this thing happens, and then we just keep going back in time? I wish it was. It not. So, Caroline, the actress, tells John Cusack, don't help them. Because if you get out, you assume responsibility. What? He's like, shut the fuck up, lady. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I gotta go. I gotta go see if they're okay. Yo, I swear to God. Yo, if you, yeah, if you ever get into a car accident, <laughs> well, you run a woman down. Just stay in the car. <laughs> they can't blame you. When the cops come and you're barricading you're yourself like, nah, in the car. No, no, no. I'm in the car. You know that part that lifts in the back? Crawl through it. Get in the trunk. They'll never find you. They'll think it's the like, car is empty. The person? <laughs> The child in the back of the car mm-hmm. of the dad and mom, his name is Timothy. And John Cusack gets out of the car to help the woman in the middle of the road. The husband's over her, like, saying, like, what do we do? The son is now standing over and watching this. And John Cusack says something to him. And the dad is like, he doesn't talk much. So he's not going to respond to you. He also just saw his mother get fucking mowed down. <laughs> yeah. So John's like, let me try to get a towel from the back of the car to put under her head or whatever. And then he says to Caroline, open the door and give me the phone. This is the woman who's like, don't help them. You'll yeah. assume responsibility. She yells, no. And then he grabs a crowbar from out of the back of his trunk and starts beating the fucking window open. The driver. John Cusack, yes. And then he grabs the phone from her and they're wrestling it from each other. And he's like, give me the fucking phone, lady. <laughs> what the fuck? Give oh, me God. the goddamn phone. And she's like, it's dead. Because they didn't put the new battery yeah. in. This all could be solved if they just would have put the new battery in. They never do. Whatever. So. Wait, what? What? They're so frantic they forget about the battery? I don't know. I really don't understand, like, what the She didn't happened. pack it? Like, what happened? So now, I think current time is the dad busting into the motel with his wife, telling the hotel motel keeper we need help. Because this is what we cut back to. We saw how it led up Got to it. this moment. Full circle. Right. Amanda Pete. I'm going to tell you her name. her character's name. Now, because I don't care to wait. Paris. Yeah. D- fuck you. Don't do that. <laughs> Her name is Paris. You fucking do the same shit to me, okay? Yeah, I- Amanda Pete's character is Paris. She's driving down this road, and, and all of these roads are desolate. They're, like, in fucking desert. I come okay. to find out that they're somewhere in Nevada, outside of Las Vegas. And there's Vegas. monsoons in Nevada? They have rain. I Very rarely, but they have rain. And but, I'm- like, hurricane rain? Well, she drives up to a part of the road that is flooded. Like, it looks like there's a fucking river in front of her, and she can't Nevada, drive her car past it. Ha- what the fuck do people call themselves from Nevada? Nevadaers? Nevadians? Nevadians. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. So, she screams, no! And she backs up into a fucking lamp post. I don't know how she didn't see that. So, now her car's fucked. Okay, I just want to say, if this was a real desolate road, there would be no streetlights. You're not wrong. Everybody gets to the motel. John Cusack, the actress Caroline, the dad, his wife who's now been hit by a car, Alice, his son Timothy, the motel clerk whose name is Larry. He's like, this is too many people. He's like, he's frazzled. He's like, what's going on? They're like, we need a phone. We need to call an ambulance. This woman's been in an accident. Oh, we're off grid here. He tells them the storm means that the phone isn't working and the closest emergency station is four miles east. So Cusack says, I'm going to drive to go get an ambulance Stay here with her. Make sure she's 
the best that you can keep her in whatever condition. I'm going to get an ambulance as quickly as possible. I mean, she's bleeding out internally. <laughs> the actress, Caroline, is like, can I come with you? I don't want to stay here with the fucking... Well, okay, so he goes out to the car and he starts unpacking all her shit out of the car. And she's yelling at him. She's like, I'm not staying here. And he... She won't get out of the car. Like, she's still in the limousine. He picks her up. He pulls her out of the fucking car, (laughs) drags her out, and puts her on the fucking front of this motel. Is she she screaming, you'll never get a job again? (laughs) No. Paris now, back to her. Her car is filling up with rain. Water. I'm sorry. She just backed up and that's it? She can't move the car. I don't know. She backed up. Well, she can't go straight because of the fucking... The road that's flooded in front I of got her. that. And now the car's backed up into she a lamppost. She hit it so hard that it wrapped itself around this imaginary light post that shouldn't fucking be there. The and car she starts to smoke. She tries to start it. It's dead. How I the... Don't... Oh my fucking God. You realize the engine is in the front of the car, right? Depen- I'm not yelling depen- at you. I'm ta- depends I'm... on the type of car. What kind of car is she driving? A red one. Right. I, mean, I don't know car you're breeds. You're the worst person to ask. I don't know car breeds. <laughs> She, 90% of cars have the engine cars, in the front. There's cars with the engine I in the back. I just said 90%. Yes, there are cars with the engine in the back, but don't, I highly doubt. Don't math hate crime me, okay? I'm, I'm I know about 90%. to look up what fucking No, 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 no don't do that, drives. don't do that, because you might look at spoilers. Don't do that. She gets out of the car, and she starts waving down a car that's coming towards her, because she sees the lights. And, and it's, it's John Cusack. It's John Cusack. He tells her, I have to go get help. There was an accident, and she says, well... You see that the road is flooded in front of me, and the way that I came, it's flooded too. And he was like, yeah, the storm is hitting every point around us. So she's like, there's no way that we can get further than this. He's like, well, I have a secret weapon. My car, it's also a boat. (laughs) Back at the motel, Caroline is booking a room, and she's like, can you give me the nicest room you have possible? He's like, lady. The clerk owner's like, it's real cozy. All, all, all of the rooms have bed bugs, so you and know. And they all got cum stains. <laughs> it, it's decorative. You if might you think get of pregnant it like that. from the bed. Don't touch the remote. Anyway, <laughs> she slips the clerk a hundred dollar bill, and she's, she's like, asking oh my him. God, I've never seen that before. That's fucked up. She's like, "Can you give me the nicest room?" He's like, "Yeah, it's real cozy, so whatever." Cusack flags down another car because he's still talking. I have a pack. question for you. I didn't ask you the question. I fucked up because I didn't have it written. All right, I'm gonna ask. Wait, a question. hold on before you do, because she gotta ask me a question first. Yes, if you were a motel clerk and someone wanted you to give them the nicest room, would you, or would you give them the worst room? Okay, my question to you is: At what point did I become a registered sex offender that now all I can do is work at a fucking broke down motel in whatever town that I'm working as a motel clerk? Hold on, is this gonna turn into the clerk is a sex offender and he's watching her? No. And it's the coziest room because he has his peepholes? No. Um, it depends on the person. If they're if they're like really hoity toity and they're like, can you give me the nicest room? I'll be like, absolutely, and I'll give them the worst room. You know what? If somebody came in and they're like, give me the nicest room, I'd be like. Damn it. And I'd be like, somebody was murdered there last night. <laughs> hope you like getting haunted. Anyway, Cusack flags down another car because they're headed the same direction that he's now stopped at talking to Paris. He's out of the car. I don't know why. Oh, God. Okay. I'm pretty sure his car gets fucked. Kadunked, but I don't know. I don't remember what happens. Hold on. What so, the f- does no one have eyes in this movie? <laughs> Stephanie, it's dark. She just knocked out the only fucking lamp. 
Yeah, that's the... fine. But you still have, one, you have headlights on your fucking car. When you put your car in reverse, there's white lights in the back to help you see. All right. Then, yeah, okay, I get that it's raining. You're not going 50 miles an hour when it's so fucking raining so hard that you can't even see out the fucking window. Cusack flies down a car that's coming to them, and he tells them, there's no way to go any further. Do you have a cell phone? It's a girl driving a car, like a young 20-year-old, and then a guy in the passenger seat. And the guy is like, we don't have a phone, and we don't know who you are, and we don't see an accident. So what the hell's the problem? Because he tells them there's an accident, I need a cell phone. Okay, they're coming off hard from the very start. (laughs) The way that they came from is also flooded now. They tell John Cusack that. No, I don't know what direction Paris came from. Wherever they came from, they said is also flooded. (sighs) So the whole thing... Either everywhere is flooded, or this is the origin story of Waterworld. Like this, th- that's what's going. That's what's going on in this. This is movie. the prequel. There is a scene that I'm going to tell you about. You and I'll be like, Witch! like it's fucking stupid. So, okay. the couple is Jenny, and I don't know the dude's name yet in my notes at this point, but his name is Lou. Jenny and Lou, they're a couple. She's a known actress. Clea Duvall. Hold on, I need a rant for a second. I just want to let Apple know that I absolutely fucking hate their latest iOS update. Why the fuck is my phone, my, my phone, why the fuck is my computer now like a fucking phone? I can't go to my preferences like it used to be. It needs to look like a fucking iPhone. What is this bullshit? I will not be updating my computer after Don't. knowing I that. I fucking hate it. All right, so the guy in the car is standoffish, obviously. He's like, I don't see an accident. You're asking me for a phone. I don't know who the fuck you are. They say that the way they came <laughs> like, from is also yo, flooded. yo, dude, it's flooding all over the place. Do you think I'm asking you to steal your phone? <laughs> I've had people come up to me at Penn Station drunk being like, can I borrow your phone? And I'd be like, no. Because I don't know if they're going to fucking take my phone and run off. I mean, I lost my phone once at a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> And I went up to some dude, and I asked him if I could call my phone to see who picks up. And someone was nice enough, and they actually gave it back. And I picked it up at the registers. So, Jenny and Lou, they're the ones that we meet. Cusack and Paris get into the their car, and they're like, take us back to this motel. So that's where they're all going now. Back to the motel. What's up? They, what happened to his car? Tell me. It fucked up. <laughs> What's your question? Oh! God. I fucking hate myself. Um, what would you do if you found a dead body in a motel? Uh, call the cops. If that's not an option, I would shit my pants. Probably that would be my first reaction. Well, I would my definitely heart leave the would general. <laughs> faci- my heart would plop. In my, no, you know what I would do? You're not thinking smart enough. You're not getting on that fucking level that I am. I okay, would, well, I, I know, would I act like I didn't. I didn't. Well, I fucking asked you when you told me you would call the cops. But that's not as simple as it needs to be. Because obviously, you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's a good okay, chance you, that whoever didn't killed set this person. Up. No, I no, need no, to set you it didn't. Up. This yes, was the you question did. before the There's movie. motels. There's, this was the question before the movie. Right. It's so if you were asking this question, I don't know where this motel is. You're right, but I think of a motel, I think of, like, fucking Tucson, Arizona, it's out in the middle of nowhere. We're in the desert, y'all. I think of, we're in fucking Niagara Falls, and people are telling us, oh, we're staying at the two cents inn. You know what? No matter what, I would be on alert and say, I don't know who put this body here, 
who put this I need to call the police but I would act like nothing happened I would leave the premises I would either get in my car and drive farther away or I would go to the nearest area where there's a large population of people and then I would call the police and tell them here's the address it's a motel I am staying there I just found a dead body okay but then I am assuming we're putting ourselves in the situation that there's a fucking monsoon happening in fucking Nevada I fucked up and I didn't ask the question before the movie started that's my bad if I could t- turn back time, if I could turn back time, I would I would tell you nothing about the movie and just ask you that question and see where your brain went immediately. Knowing the beginning of this movie, I would build a boat. <laughs> I'd be like, I am Noah. It's time for the Ark train. <laughs> Passengers one, me. You're not taking any of no. the animals. All right. Cusack's car got stuck in the rain. It flooded so much that it just, or it got stuck in mud because the terrain is so wet and like his car got stuck in it, in the road. Are they taking dirt roads? Yes. They're that deep in Bumblefuck? Yeah. He tell he, he gets back to the hotel with his newfound friends and Paris and he tells the his clerk, he tells, <laughs> he tells the clerk, my car got we stuck. We smoked a joint. <laughs> We're going to get hot. <laughs> Rain makes me want to smoke. I say rain makes me horny. <laughs> he tells too. he tells the motel clerk Larry. He's like, "This is my friend Gina and Leo Louis Louis Louise." <laughs> he tells the clerk my car got stuck, and there's no way to get to the hospital. Ride it like a boat. <laughs> Larry is mostly concerned with the fact that he clocks a hooker as soon as he sees it. Paris, he's like, "Is oh. that a hooker?" <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Does she look like a prostitute? I mean, she's I mean, a woman. I don't know. I, to be honest, I would you, say I don't the remember typical what they I don't remember make what she's movies. wearing. I want to say she's wearing like a jacket and a tank top and jeans and maybe like clogs. Like to me, no, she doesn't look like she a. She just looks like a regular come, person. We also come from New York City. The prostitutes True. here look very different from other places around the country. Well, I mean, like, you know what? The the bitches that stand on the side of the highway in Poland, they're dressed normal. So, <laughs> And I will say that, like, she seems like not just a regular prostitute because I think the person she I was mean, sleeping with was like... I mean, by the way. <laughs> I think she was with, like, a politician or somebody who had a lot of money. She might be a high-end escort. Okay. But Larry, who is a misogynist, is like, is that a hooker? (laughs) You fuck for money? How much? So she goes up to the desk after him and Cusack stop having this conversation about how they're fucked and this woman's going to die. And she's like, I'd like a room because they're all stuck here now. And he's like, we don't rent them by the hour. So then he, oh he he ignores her completely and starts talking to Jenny and Lou behind her. And he's like, do y'all need a room? Wow. And she says, excuse me, I wasn't done talking to you. Would you mind looking at me? And he's like, well, I will whip you with my dildo. <laughs> he says, I don't like looking at trash. God damn. Cusack goes over to the couple of the woman he hit. I'm glad everyone ignores this man being a total fucking dickhead. Stephanie is fucking wilder. So <laughs> they're just like, yeah, she looked if like a slut. If you can guess at any point what the hell is happening in this movie with the twist is, by all means cut in at any point, And I'll tell you if you're wrong or not. <sighs> so right. is it like ridiculous? Is it super out there? It's so fucking stupid. Anyway. Oh, like it's dumb? Yeah. 
All right. So it's not a smart twist. No. Got it. I mean, I guess for some people, they'd be like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I, w- I was like, what? That's not how that works. Um, <laughs> the husband is named George. That's the guy from Scrubs. Yeah. Cusack tells him. We can't get out of here, and we're probably going to be stuck till the morning when the rain dies down. The couple, Jenny and Lou, the mm-hmm. young couple, they get put into room six, and Paris is put in the room next to him. I think it's seven. Oh, she finally six. gets a room? Yeah, she gets a room. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a long fucking night. You really want to be like, no. Like, she's going to be hanging out with you all night. Yeah, then. right. <laughs> Lou slams the door as they get into their room, and they're in room six, and then it spins, and it into hangs a into a nine. Are they going to get killed? So, oh my god, they're going to accidentally get killed because someone sent or wanted to go into room 9, but it was actually room 6. Got it. 6 turns into 9. 6, six <laughs> Classic. Anyway, another car pulls into the motel. Gotcha. How the fuck did they get there? Everything's flooded. <laughs> they fell from the sky. Yeah. I parachuted in. It's Ray Liotta and Jake Busey. Okay, Jake Busey I've never seen in anything. He was in, okay, another good movie that I absolutely love. It's called Frighteners. I think it's just called Frighteners or The Frighteners. Jake Busey's in that movie. Got it. That's one I haven't only, seen it. That's so. one of the only movies I know him from. So, I mean. who You said Jake. Who is the other person? Ray Liotta. Oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. Now, I'm warning. I got Ray Liotta's name wrong in this movie. I called him Officer Rose. But it's Officer Rhodes. So, Got it. Right. Rose sounds nicer. He is a detective, and Jake Busey is a criminal. So he pulls up to the motel, and he gets out, and he talks to Larry, the clerk, and he says, listen, I'm transporting a prisoner over here. Oh, God. And because of the storm, I can't get to the prison he's supposed to be transported to, so I really need a room. Can you do that for me? I'm going to uh, handcuff him into the bathtub. You know those old Oh, my God. Stephanie, did you write this movie? Shut the fuck up. Wait till I get there. (laughs) Wait, is it because it has that old style, like, soap thingy where it's like a handle? He handcuffs him to a toilet. (laughs) All right, close enough. So Cusack is in the the main office when he comes in, Rhodes, and he's like, hey. what if you have to take a shit and the prisoner dude is just in there? He is going to sit on. I'm sorry. No, no. I got some diarrhea. He's going to sit on the toilet straight. And then swivel to the right to stare at him. So they make eye contact while he's let's, pushing. Let's both sit on the toilet together. Spread your legs. So Cusack asks Officer Rhodes, do you have a radio in the car? And Rhodes says to Larry, who is this? And Cusack is like, there was an accident. And there's a woman who's here at the motel and she's badly hurt. Okay, did Larry the clerk man clean up the blood from this wife who got fucking shotgunned by a fucking car? I'm going to say no, because I didn't see that happen. So then why the fuck? Like, he walks in. Sorry, no, they're on the the porch of this motel. They're not inside the place yet. Oh, God, this is such trash. They have a porch? (laughs) Yes. Jesus. So Rhodes is now in his car, and he's trying the radio, but nothing's going through. Of course. And Cusack says to Larry, I need a needle and thread. Can you go find me one? And he's like, yeah, I think there's one in the diner. Now... Don't ask me. This is not like wild things. It's not like a fucking U shaped. Yo, there's also a crocodile sanctuary. Yeah, y'all want to go to the zoo? Is this <laughs> shot on the same Everglades? No. There's a diner behind this motel that's apparently run by the same people who own the motel. 
but it's closed down. It's not running right now. And he says that there might is be Is it one just in. closed for the night or it's like they don't do that no more because they don't have money? a lot money. of questions that I can't give you an is answer Is it crusty to. dusty in the diner? I mean, the chairs are all stacked on top of each other, but yeah, that but could be just something they cleaning. do at night. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just closed right now. Okay. It's late at night. Yeah, I don't know I how mean, late. Diners but... are open in the morning. So, well, depends on where you go. <laughs> Cusack goes over to Officer Rhodes and he's like, hey, when you have the time, can you come over and look at the woman who's in one of the rooms? Because I think it'd be a good idea if you check her out. He's uh, a fucking detective, not a doctor. He's like, after you put the prisoner, you know, in his room to bed. Well, I mean, a detective still has been on the scene of many crimes. Maybe he's seen people who have been stabbed or shot before, and he's like, I know the perfect way to elevate. I'm making a lot of shit up right now. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, let me know, but I'm pretty sure they don't make cops do EMT shit. (laughs) Officer Rhodes gets back in the car and shuts the door, and Jake Busey, he's like, looks like you're fucked. And he's like, he turns around, he's like, I'd be like, you know what you're saying in the car tonight, you (laughs) son of a bitch. He's like, shut up. He's like, uh, there's a temporary pond down the road. I will drown mm-hmm. your ass. <laughs> so now now Cusack is in the room with the couple and he starts stitching up some of the wounds on Alice. She's laying in a bed. Is she concussed? She's not really with it. I don't know if she's concussed. Is she talking or is she like not really? No, she's like kind of in and out making some noises, but she's not really <laughs> with it. So Cusack asks George about their son and he's like, I'm his stepfather. His dad is gone, and he wasn't really a good person. So he rapes him. No, <laughs> he's okay. like he doesn't talk much because well, of this. Yes, I know. That's why I'm saying this because <laughs> I, I don't know if it was in a movie or if it was a real story. Stepdad. Oh no, this was in the Chestnut Man. Stepdad. Not all was stepdads are like assaulting. that. We don't have to give all the stepdads son. a bad name. Boyfriends of wives, maybe. So Timothy is staring out the window of the room they're in, and he's seeing Rhodes and Jake go into the room together. The clerk is with them, and he tells Rhodes, listen, the furniture's garbage, so if you're going to chain him to anything, you should chain him to the toilet. The toilet's the only solid thing in here. And he's like, that's not a bad idea. And Jake's like, I don't want to be chained to no toilet. And then he bitch slaps him to shut him up. Pistol whipping would be better, but, you know, whatever. So Rhodes comes to the room that Cusack and Alice are in, and he checks on her. Cusack says to Rhodes, maybe we can take turns checking on the radio to see if a signal comes in at some point he's like if that's okay if that's all right and ray Liotta's like no it's not okay i can manage just keep her comfortable okay so he walks outside and he sees paris who is reaching into the vending machine to steal snacks because <laughs> you can take they you they, can take I'm the girl they didn't have out those of double flaps yet you could take the girl out of florida but you can't take the florida out of a girl Mm-mm. no 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 have you ever looked up your birthday and then s- typed Florida? Yeah, I think so. There was some crazy crime that happened on the day of my birthday. Mine was something about a man having sex with a dog. <laughs> well, Stephanie, you've always wanted to be a dog. What? You said in our Infinite episode, you were like, if I want, if I could be reincarnated, I'd be a dog. Because I want to know what it feels like to be pet like one. No, didn't I talk about knowing... Or feeling like I know what it feels like to be scratched behind the ear? Yeah, you said you would be reincarnated as a dog. No, that I was a dog. All right, so she's getting snacks out of the vending machine, grabbing Cheetos. And she says to him, like, you gonna arrest me? Because he's just (laughs) staring at her. That's when you turn around and just throw your ass into the vending machine and break the glass. Been there, done that. (laughs) He's like, how do you know I'm a cop? And she's like, look at you. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So now everyone's on edge. Cusack is like 
throat fucking a bottle of pills. Like he's like throwing them down that gullet. What kind of pills? I don't know. Okay, George, but like from a prescription yeah. bottle? Okay. George is saying to his wife that they need her. Please he's don't. trying an eternal nap? <laughs> Cusack's just on edge, okay? Don't don't say anything bad about Cusack. So, yeah, but if he's just blah, 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 pills, then. You know what I always think of? My, my brother was like, do you think you guys will ever have guests on this? And I'm like, we're not opposed to the idea, but obviously this is still too new. I would love to get an actor who would do this with us. Like, they watch a movie. And it could be a movie they were in. I mean, it will never happen, but still. You never can dream too high. <laughs> if we're lucky, we get, like, fucking Polly Shore on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> never say never, because these two young fucking you Gen feel- Zers got... OJ Simpson on their podcast. So, how do you feel about being the world's number one white trash? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, He's never coming on now. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I respect like, the honesty. <laughs> I'll be like, 50 bucks. He'll be like, you drive a haul bargain. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> so. George is sitting next to his wife, and he's like, please don't die. We need you. Uh, (laughs) He's like, I never wanted this son. You're going to leave me alone with him? Larry is in his office, and he's pulling shit off the desk in his office. It's like behind the the main room. Got it, yeah. And he's putting shit in a drawer. He's grabbing pictures of pic- uh, of uh, in like picture frames and putting oh them God, in a drawer try- because there's a detective and, and mail and shit like that and just shoving it, pulling mm-hmm. it away. Paris goes into her room. She opens up her duffel bag. She has a fucking bag stacked with money, rolled up money in rubber bands, hidden in a duffel bag that she puts in the closet. Okay. The couple, Lou and Jenny, mm-hmm. they're sleeping. So literally everyone at this hotel has a secret. Is some kind of fucked. <laughs> As a secret. Jenny and Lou are in their hotel room. Jenny is sleeping in the bed, but Lou is sleeping on the couch. He's in the doghouse. Stupid. The prisoner is ripping the toilet out of the wall. Out of all the secrets, you could just hear, kadunk, 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 as he's like fucking trying to whip the pipe out of the wall. You know what? At that moment, I would just knock him the fuck out and shove him into the closet. I don't know. This doesn't make sense to me. Remember how you were like, what if you have to take a shit? Because even though the prisoner is in the bathroom, the door is shut. He's trying to get the fucking, the toilet's janky. It's already coming out the wall. So he's trying to loosen it up more. If Rhodes is in the room with him, which in this next scene, he's in a fucking hotel motel room. He would hear this. Yeah. But I mean, he's dude, in the motel room with him. Have you ever been in a motel? Those walls are fucking yeah. paper thin. He takes his, Rhodes takes his jacket off, his blazer or jacket. Yeah. And the back of his shirt has a, a wound in it and oh. blood all over it. What? So there's like a hole in the shirt and Wait, then there's the, a, the a blood stain, yes, on it. Dry blood? Yeah, it's dry blood at this point. So, Caroline. Really? Remember Caroline, our favorite character? Miss Don't Take Responsibility Caroline, for Nothing. Susan or whatever the Yeah, fuck. Suzanne. She's on the phone with somebody, that lying bitch. She said the phone was dead. That makes sense. I was like, plot hole. She's on the phone with what someone in her room. She's drinking a fucking martini. Because she had a drink machine, not machine. She had a, like a, a shaker and everything what packed in her bag. Yo, you know you're an alcoholic if you bring a shaker <laughs> with you. <laughs> she wants to get better service because she's not getting any good. Like she's on the phone with somebody and she's talking to them. But I guess then the service goes out. So she needs to go find 
better right, service. Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah, she climbs up a hill. As a and seven then dies. year old, I constantly was making business calls. And when can I realized, yeah, can you hear me now? <laughs> she rips the shower curtain off the shower rod. It's it's plastic. It's a plastic shower so curtain. So she can wrap herself in it. So she wraps it over her because it's raining so oh hard. Oh my god. So <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, first of all, and also I I think it's nasty. Most hotels nowadays don't have a plastic curtain. Mm. They're trying to save money, so they just have the uh, fabric one. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting to me <laughs> that the fabric As is getting wet. As somebody wants glass doors, I hate them. It's just another thing to clean. Like, if, if a shower curtain gets grimy enough where you're like, okay, you just throw it out and replace it. I know, we have a difference of opinions because you, you have you, a shower you've curtain. You've forgotten how annoying shower curtains can be. Maybe. They just stick to your body okay. while you're trying to fucking shower. So she goes outside, and wrapped... It makes, your, it makes where you stand so much smaller. So she goes outside, wrapped in her, her curtain yeah, cape. Her, her fucking homemade uh, poncho. She's trying to get bars and... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> she hears something and she turns around because she's like, what pouring? the fuck? Yes, it is fucking pouring. She goes into... So then if she hears something, that shit was loud. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, you're right. She, because she's also like, hello. And like, <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> oinga boinga. I'm Chef she, from she, the Muppets. Um, she turns into like a fucking mountain gnome. <laughs> can you hear my. She opens a, a fence. It has one of those clasps that you lift up and it looks like a fork almost. Yeah, and, and then, then it yeah. falls back and in. And she goes into the back where I'm guessing like the pool maybe or like some of the, the other the, amenities. That's where the gator pit is. <laughs> she gets to the end of like a catty corner and she turns around and you don't see who's in front of her. But she looks at them and then they stab her to death. Good. She was a bitch. We cut to Cusack. He's in his room. He's taking his pill nap. He suddenly wakes up. Something Possibly eternal nap. <laughs> Something jolts him up out of his sleep. Oh, I know what it is. He hears a woman <laughs> screaming. Wah! I assume. I wrote, I assume, question Wah! mark. <laughs> yeah, he just is. Wait, I'm going to get in Somebody emailed me. Is it Waluigi or Waluigi? Waluigi. I think it's Waluigi. Waluigi. It don't make sense. Nintendo, There's not come enough, at me. <laughs> there's not enough letters and punctuation Waluigi. for it to be Waluigi. Waluigi. <laughs> It's Waluigi. Wah! It's Wario and Waluigi like it's Mario and Luigi. Why would it be Luigi and Wa Waluigi? It's be- not La Luigi and Wa Waluigi. Because he's fucked up. <laughs> so Cusack steps out of his room and he looks down on the floor and he picks up a ring from the shower rod because she pulled it, ripped the curtain off, and like it dragged with her he's outside. Like, Let me. Uh, follow this gingerbread So now trail. he's suspicious and he's like investigation mode in Minecraft. He's an undercover cop. So he sees the gate swinging in the wind and the rain and he decides to follow it. Okay. Hold on. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> what doesn't make sense? Because those gates are specifically designed when the gate swings back that it locks itself in place. Well, I guess that she didn't lock it when she went in, so it was just yeah, hitting. But it, but it, it auto... has that barrier that won't let it close. No, I, so. I know, but if you open it, when it closes, there's a lip that allows the gate to, to go back it into itself. It didn't work. Itself. It malfunctioned. <laughs> it's malfunctioning, boo. It, so. it latches, so it can't open by itself, but it can close itself. He follows the gate, and he ends up in the back of the motel. And Holiday. he... You hear like heavy machinery going, and at Does first, this motel have a name? No, <laughs> the Murder. <laughs> yeah, the Murder Motel. <laughs> you hear all these machines like running, and at first I thought they were extra, extra like fridges, 
behind the motel where they stored like food or whatever. But well, no, the diner. It's, it's the washing machines. He ends up in the room with the washing machines and dryers. Who the fuck is doing their laundry? They have that at motels. They're not that cheap. No, I know. I'm saying who is doing their laundry. Well. Oh, wait. Someone threw her body into the laundry machine? He That'd walks be fucking in, he funny. He walks into the room. Did I guess it right? And one of the dryers. Yes, I did. You hear, <laughs> and he opens up all the dryers because they're all running. Who has that many quarters? Anyway, he opens up the yeah, dryers. Bitch, what the fuck? And the I mean, last, unless they have one of those quarter machines. He opens up the last one. And the actress's clothes, the actress's clothes and her bag are in the dryer. Okay. The fuck? They have blood all over them, though. He lifts up a scarf and her head is in the dryer. (laughs) Oh, wait. Hold on. So not only did this man hear a scream, go investigate right away, basically. Whoever stabbed the bitchy bitch had enough enough time and the strength and the weapon to cut her head off. To go back to her room, grab her shit cut off her head <laughs> and turn on like dryer. 10 dryers yeah <laughs> what the fuck oh no <laughs> well fuck her <laughs> he just looks at it and he's like holy fuck so good riddance he gets Rhodes and larry to come in with him into the the washing area the officer and the clerk okay yeah and they're like what the fuck is this it's a fucking head can and you he, not see he said this is the woman i was driving when i was coming here Rhodes reaches his hand into the barrel to grab something. Her hand comes and grabs. And Cusack's like, what are you doing? And Rhodes is like, there's something in there. And he's like, grab a handkerchief to pick it up because yeah, he doesn't I want mean, him to contaminate I the mean, crime don't, scene. Don't detectives always have like a pair of gloves. latex gloves ready? Well, the point is Cusack told him to do that because right, we don't know this yet. Right, he has more brains than the fucking detective. He's an undercover cop. We got it. I figured it out. I wrote this fucking movie. <laughs> When you were 10. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting a new plate. It's about Modo. There's a prostitute. <laughs> so she wants to steal the, the snacks from the vending machine. That's so cool. <laughs> Free snacks. <laughs> Cusack hands Rhodes a handkerchief and Larry says, you a cop? And Cusack's like, I was. Uh-oh. Who is a cop and then becomes a limo driver? Listen. <laughs> Life can take you in very different, many directions. Rhodes picks up one of the room keys. And these are like typical room keys. It's just one key and then on like the that number. plate. Yeah, yeah, with the number. And Rhodes is like, this is my room key. What the fuck is it doing in the barrel with her head? When did he lose his key? Cusack's like, where is your guy? And he's like cuffed to the toilet. Are you sure? Then they go and he's gone. Guess what? Cut to the trial. Remember that was happening in the beginning of this movie? No. <laughs> the impromptu trial? Because the the serial because the serial killer is being put on death row. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Dan. So Gotcha. Yeah. Night court. It's the state of Nevada. <laughs> it's the state of Nevada versus Malcolm Rivers. Rivers isn't there yet. He's being transported from the prison he's staying in to the courthouse where they're holding this night trial. The sheriff gets there and he's like, let's start. And his lawyer is like, my client isn't here yet. And he's like, it is 2.30 in the fucking morning. He doesn't say that, but he's like, I am tired. Let's get on with this. It's not going to make a difference if he's here or not. He's like, get me a black coffee. He's on that now. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick. Wake me up. Back to the motel. What? Why? <laughs> Everyone goes into Rhodes' room and they 
explain you how... You know why I forgot? Because you explained two other movies in the meantime. I'm not true. <laughs> Shut up. You have the fucking memory of an 89-year-old. I have a, the memory of a goldfish, yes. I have the memory of an elephant. Good for you. Fuck you. Go on. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> you know what it's like to meet someone and you've met before, and you know that you've met before, but they don't remember you, so you just pretend like you've never met? No, you don't know that pain. Anyway, everyone I at the... I don't have friends, <laughs> so... Every... Everyone at the motel is now in Rhodes's room, and they're talking about how the actress was murdered. They're telling all everybody this. <laughs> they don't know where it happened because and they- I would have been like, "Thank fucking god!" Half five to whoever fucking killed her. She was a bitch. Yeah, but now there's a murderer on the run, and they're all stuck yes, at this so motel. Be, so scream it! Be like, "I am so happy whoever <laughs> killed her killed her. Please don't murder me." They're, everybody's like, what happened? And they're like, we don't know. We don't have a body. <laughs> they won't tell them that they found the head. <laughs> so they, they let everyone well, know. They're really being specific. <laughs> they let everyone know, yo, my dude, the convict, he escaped. Of course. Escape. <laughs> Larry, you lied. <laughs> These toilets are not the best thing. <laughs> Lou and Jenny start fighting. She's like, it's not safe here. I don't want to stay here. And Larry calls paris a hoe i don't know in what context but he's just like this hoe <laughs> we need to leave she's a hoe <laughs> lou is trying to calm jenny down he's like there's a cop here we're safe mm -hmm. and larry says two cops and paris is like you're a cop talking to cusack let's stay and all let, let's <laughs> went went <laughs> let's rent one room <laughs> and all sleep together he says i was shut up larry because he doesn't want everyone to know. So then Jenny runs out. Is he embarrassed that he ran over? No. Because I'm going to tell you what happened in his cop days. But we'll get there. He stole cocaine no. from the evidence room. You'll never guess. He's a secret murderer. No. So Jenny tries to leave the room. And Rhodes just shows up in the doorway to stop her. And he has a gun in his hand at this point. Because he's looking for his guy. Got it. He's looking for his package. Paris doesn't package. want Paris doesn't want to stay in the room with Larry because he's a misogynist and he hates sex workers. And how Cusack, did they get grouped grouped up? They're all in the room talking about how the actress was murdered. Gotcha. The convict Wait, has but escaped. Like in the lobby area? No, in Rhodes's room because that's when is he the went. Biggest room? No, he went. the The fucking guy isn't there anymore. He left the, the scene room's of not where flooding? he was. No, <laughs> the, they have a roof over. I'm saying from the toilet, the pipe, oh, I'm assuming, got ripped No, out. I don't know what happened, how he got away, but... Cusack and Rhodes are going to go look for the convict around the, the perimeter because they're like, he couldn't get as far. Oh, because his feet are shackled. So it's Yo, like... he's like... <laughs> like a penguin. Like, yeah. So Rhodes is like, everybody stay here. Me and him are going to go look for Jake Busey. They tell Larry to come with them because he knows the place. They're like, you know the grounds, you can help us. Yeah, let's leave all the women and children together. No, they got Lou and George. Lou's a dumbass. I'm assuming. Larry <laughs> says, no, I don't take orders from some slut. To okay, wait, I fucked up. What? Okay. <laughs> they want Larry to come with them. Yeah, so and he can she, show them around. And she's like, I don't want to stay here with him. With Larry. Yeah. He's like, I don't take orders from no slut. But so fuck he's like, you, I'm not going to stay? Yeah, I'm not going to stay and I'm not going to go. I don't know where he goes. Uh, Rhodes I I'm going to go masturbate in my private <laughs> office. <laughs> Rhodes tells Cusack that they're hunting a guy convicted of multiple homicides because Cusack's like what are we working here with and he's like convicted dun, dun, of multiple dun. homicides by the way just for people listening Cusack's name in this movie is Edward Ed that's what they call him but for Cusack. Stephanie's sake yeah it's Cusack so Paris the couple 
the kid are all in the room where the convict Did was being held. Did they bring the fucked up wife? No, she's in her own room. They By can't herself. Move her. Yeah, well, her husband's with her. her okay, he stayed. Sure. Okay. But they have the kid. I thought you said. They have the kid. I said the couple, Paris and the kid, are all in the room that the convict was Why? chained to. <laughs> because, I don't know, it's better with numbers. So Paris is but trying. But that's their son. Oh, I mean, yeah, stepson, but, but how can what the, the stepdad be watching the mom and then also the kid to make sure they're both okay? That's a lot of time that you have to put so into. So you would give your child to complete strangers? At this point, they're all fucked and it's better that they stay together. And by the way, I don't know where Larry fucked off to, but not important. Does he die? Who? Larry. I'm not going to tell you that. That's a yes. No, it's not a yes because some people do, some people don't. Larry's dead. Also. Good. Fuck him. Define die. Exactly. He's a quadriplegic. Anyway, anyway, Paris is talking to Lou and Jenny. She's just making small talk with them. They came from Las Vegas. They just eloped. And Paris is like, oh, I'm from Las Vegas. Well, she's like, I just left Las I'm Vegas. That's where I live. Jenny starts crying and screaming because she can't take this anymore. She doesn't want to be there. She feels like it's unsafe. Where would you feel safer? In the motel with everyone? Or you just take your car and just drive out and just park <laughs> somewhere? I would take my car. I'd make sure nobody was in the car. I would check every possible spot, <clears throat> get in the car, drive as far out as I could, stay in it, turn the fucking thing off. And if I see someone coming, approaching, and I don't just, know who they just are, park run them somewhere. the fuck down. <laughs> Hit them. <laughs> the prisoner that they're looking for, his Jake Busey, his last name is Maine. Like the state. Yeah. Larry sneaks back into his motel room because he has a motel room that he sleeps in, obviously. Not the office, not the main lobby. Got he it. Has there, he has, okay. With a bat. Like, he snuck off and went to his room, and he has baseball And he's cuddling up with the bat. Yeah. Paris tries to calm Jenny down because she's freaking the fuck out, and she starts flipping out, and she says that she wants to leave, so she runs away. She leaves the room and starts running back to her room. See, you know what? I was about to say, someone didn't smack her. If someone smacked her, she wouldn't go (laughs) running away, because guess what? I'm going to call it. She gonna die. Note that Stephanie thinks that Jenny is about to die. So as she's running away, Lou is chasing her. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, you don't own me, Lou. And he says, I own what's inside of you. She's pregnant. What? (laughs) Motherfucker, (laughs) 50-50. I call dibs. (laughs) Paris leaves the room, leaves the kid in there to go chase after them to tell them to calm down. And it's better that they stay together. But they run in their room and it's too late. So they're fighting. And she turns around and she says, I lied. I'm not pregnant. So and he's like, wait, what? They went to Vegas to get married? Because she said that she was pregnant. And she's not. She's like... So she trapped him. He's like, why would you do that? Why would you lie to me? And she's like, because Amanda saw you with another girl at the roadhouse or whatever fucking bar, wherever they're from. So I wanted to marry your slutty dick? So they eloped nine hours before because he thought that she was pregnant. I mean... Nine. Okay, I'll give him nine credit. Nine. They eloped nine hours Okay, before. I got it. Nine is a theme in this movie. It's a character. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, hold on. I don't know. Old-fashioned, but I give the man credit for being like, all right, we need to get married <laughs> now. <laughs> the fuck? This is some podunk shit if I, I ever heard it. I humped and dumped, but I gotta keep it. <laughs> this is the type of people that think gingham is a good pattern to have all over their fucking walls and furniture. What is a pattern? Gingham. I don't... Like the kind of shit you see on picnic tables. The red and white checkered kind of. Oh, <laughs> You've never seen Trixie Mattel? She was performing once at a show and someone's like, I like your picnic table outfit. And he, she was like, it's gingham, you fucking bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Lou is banging on the bathroom door because she ran into the bathroom and locked herself in there. And Jake's in there. He's screaming and beating the door. And then all of a sudden you hear a door creak. Like, we're in the bathroom with Jenny, and she's just hearing something, and yeah, you hear a door creak. And Lou says, what are you doing? Not to Jenny, but somewhere else out in the room or whatever. Oh, they had one of those joined rooms? No. Or it was through the main door? We are in the bathroom with Jenny. We don't see what's going on in the main We don't know which room. Okay, yeah, right, right. got it. But then he starts beating on the door again. He's like, open the damn door! And then, I don't know why I'm doing a southern accent. They're not southern. <laughs> but then it gets quiet again, and you hear another door open. And cut to Cusack is now back in the clerk's office. So Larry's office. Does he start rifling through his shit and he finds whatever he He tries to He finds a knife holster with no knife in it. And the actress was stabbed to death. Mm -hmm. Wait, how do they know that though? Well, there's no body. They don't, we do. Okay. Back to the bathroom. Jenny is calling for Lou because it's silent now. And he's not answering. And he's not saying anything. So she opens the door and she sees the shadow of someone walking into the room with a knife in their hand. And now they're playing tug of war with the door. (laughs) Like, whoever's on the other side is trying to pull the door open. She's trying to pull the door closed. She's screaming and crying. Uh She says, fuck it. She closes the door and jumps out the window. And she runs right into Cusack. And he says, is the prisoner in the room? And she's like, yes. They break in and they find Lou in the room, stabbed to death, sitting up against a wall. He made no sounds when he died? I don't know. If she didn't hear anything... I don't know. He was like, oh, let me not scare her and die silently. (laughs) Now we see Maine, and he's running in the middle of this storm. Who is Maine again? The prisoner. Got it. Jake Busey. But he has shackles around his feet, so he's not Mm, running like that. Yeah, he's waddling. And he sees, like, I don't know how to explain this. I'm not good with landscape, so... (laughs) He's standing on a road. He's running in a desolate area, and he looks far out but down. Okay. And there's all these lights. Okay, so they're like on a slope or like, something. Yeah, and right? he almost sees like a town or a population. Okay, so that wouldn't make sense if a road was flooded, but all right, got it. Also, Nevada is flat. He breaks into Most of the it. window of an establishment because he gets down there at some okay. point. And he is now inside the diner outside the motel. And he's like, what the fuck? Because he ran from there and he ended up there. <sighs> Did I fuck your brain? Not me. I didn't write this shit. <laughs> what is this? The fucking Bermuda Triangle in Nevada? Bermuda Triangle. The dust triangle? Yeah. I've been to Bermuda. It's lovely. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle isn't... It's confusing why it's named Bermuda because it's a Because it's, big it area. has the outline. It's also the space between Bermuda, Florida and the next coast that's closest to it. It makes the shape of a triangle. No, it's another island. It's another island. But, but why it's, Bermuda? Why not Florida Triangle? <laughs> Florida Triangle is the uh, family link you make between your cousin daddy and your cousin sister. Da- yeah. <laughs> So now he's inside the diner and he looks out the window and he sees Cusack running towards the diner and he turns around because he sees it and he's like, fuck, because he realizes like Cusack knows he's in the diner. He turns around and he gets punched in the face and it's Rhodes. So Rhodes was just sitting in the dark in the diner. (laughs) Cusack comes in. Rhodes and Cusack starts prison yard beating the shit out of him. Nice. They tie him up to the p- a post that's like holding the ceiling up. <laughs> He's like, try to break f- free, free from, from this that, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone comes into the diner. And starts beating the shit out of him too. <laughs> no. Rhodes, Cusack, Larry, Paris, Jenny, the kid, George. They're all in the diner. Okay. Everyone is there except for Lou. Because he did. Mm-hmm. 
And then the I wife. Because she basically did, too. Cusack turns around and he's like, I told you to stay in your room, talking to Paris. Because she just showed up. And he tells Larry, watch him, talking about Maine, while Rhodes and I go check if the radio in his car is working. So everyone is now, mostly, everyone is now in the diner. I was wrong. It's just Paris and Larry that were in the diner. Okay. So not everyone. <laughs> you, Paris, you listed off everybody. I know. I was trying to test myself. <laughs> Do I remember all the names? (laughs) Paris goes back to Jenny. Putty. She's in Alice's room. Alice is the bitch that got hit by a truck. Got it. Car. Alice wakes up and calls her son over. She was with Tim? Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim. Tim and Tim. She was with him? No, they showed up. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Paris asks George, can you watch Jenny? But he's like, I can't. Alice just woke up. But Paris is like, I need to go to my room. So can you watch Jenny? And he's like, no. So she's like, cool. So she goes back to her room. And Larry is watching her. Why? Because she's like fucked up because her boy just got killed. Why are they saying watch Jenny? Yeah, she's like, you know, traumatized from the fact that Lou was murdered. And she's like not in a good place. Gotcha. So Paris goes back to her room. And Larry is watching her from the diner run into her room. Hold up. (laughs) I thought this diner oh, was behind the motel. <laughs> maybe it's, it's in front. Maybe it's parallel. I don't know. What's perpendicular? <laughs> Is that in front or next to? <laughs> Do you remember the time you drew the Queensboro train station on the train with me and the woman next to us was laughing at us because I didn't understand how the trains above went one way and the trains we were on went the other way? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, okay, I remember that because it was embarrassing as fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, but we were kids, so I would say that e- the way the diner is positioned, it almost makes like an L shape, but it's Don't not ask perfect. Donna to like make a map of her neighborhood. <laughs> she could never. <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> I have other skills. That others don't. Not not geographical skills. No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I obviously was meant to be born in the year that I was because I'm living in a time where I don't need to know where North and West are. Why specifically Northwest? I don't know. Uh, so Southeast, fuck you. <laughs> Only two that matter, Northwest. <laughs> I would say the motel and the diner are like this. Okay. So making almost like an open V shape. Got where it. Larry's point of view, he can see the rooms around him. He cracking his neck, I guess, trying to fucking see that shit. Yeah, but... he's like a fucking giraffe. He's he spirals a, he's his He's a neck. fucking owl yeah. <laughs> on a swivel. <laughs> Larry is in the diner and he's opening the fridge and like all this. I don't know what is a fridge. He's opening drawers and shit looking for something. What the fuck is wrong with this man? <laughs> and Maine, the prisoner, wakes up and he's like, what you got in the fridge? Because Larry's like freaking out and he's like, shut up. Ask cream. Jenny goes into her room and she starts taking the money out of her bag. And then she turns around and Ed is just standing. Cusack is just standing in her room. Why? Of he's all like, the time. Do, like, she doesn't need a dollar bill for the vending machine because she was fucking robbing the thing. So why this moment of all moments does she decide, I need to go check on my money? He says, what are you doing? And she's scared. she gets scared and she just fucking screams. So Cusack and her are arguing. He's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I needed to check on something. He pulls out a camera, I think. And he starts taking, because he starts taking photos. Out of his asshole? <laughs> I don't know 
What are we in fucking Lost Highway? Maybe she had one in the room and he just picks it up and he starts taking. He's like, I need to take photos of the crime scenes. There's Why is two- everyone in this movie on drugs? There were two murders and I need to keep track of all the murders. So I need to start taking photos. Two? Yeah, the, the actress and Lou. Oh, right. I forgot about her. She, she don't count. <laughs> she's a bitch. She's like, you're not on duty. Rhodes is. And he says, oh, the cop who managed to lose a convicted killer? Yeah, he's my number one. Go to. Paris is like, you're a complicated cat, Edward. What month were you born? Oh, Don't god. come at oh, me. Oh my god. Don't come oh, at me. Oh my god, we got a horoscope, bitch. <laughs> we got a horoscope, ho. <laughs> HH. She's like, what month were you born? And he's like, May. And she's like, Taurus, same as me. So Listen, if I know anything not about <laughs> horoscopes, is that, except for friendships, two horoscope same bitches don't make a good relationship that's all i gotta say so how do you explain us i said except for friendships apparently also like you're you're so at the beginning of it don't fucking start with me (laughs) i am an aquarius through and through there are many things about us that i know are very similar i don't believe in the zodiac shit but sometimes you know i'm a human being i have what's your moon i don't fucking know that cool let's move on so cusack starts telling her about his life as a cop in la He's like, I took a medical leave because being a cop in L.A. was making me sick. Quote for quote, I'm giving you the fucking line here, okay? okay. This is, is insane. <laughs> yeah. One day I got a call for a jumper. Young Mexican girl, pregnant, infected with AIDS. <laughs> totally strung out. She was truly one of the doomed. <laughs> so while he was telling her that her life was worth living, he was so depressed that he wasn't believable enough, so she jumped. <laughs> He, was, he, says, he said to her, like, your life is worth more than what you're thinking it is right now. And she's like, yeah, tell me why. And he hesitated for too long. So she was like, oh. <laughs> and just skyrocketed It's my herself. piece of wood, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she killed herself. Um, and this is how he started getting headaches and getting blackouts. So he was like, I can't do this anymore. He goes over to Lou's body and see something in his hand, and he takes a newspaper to pull it out, and it's a key. Okay. To room nine. But it's room six. <laughs> Who's in room nine? I don't know. We... Oh, God. Why room nine? Oh, okay. It'll make sense if we know who is in room nine. Because at some point, there were nine people staying at the motel. Count the people that are staying at the hotel, even if they're dead. Let's go over it. George. George. Alice. Alice. Timothy. Timothy. Gina. Gina. Jenny. Jenny. Whatever. Ginny. Lou. Lou. Rhodes. Rhodes. Maine. Maine. The bitch. Paris. And Cusack. Oh. Paris, Caroline, Cusack. That's ten, technically. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know where. I don't know where nine comes in. Well, Larry Larry owns the fucking place. Yeah, but he's there too yeah that's 11 technically but there's people sharing rooms that's true let's count then the rooms that are being rented out caroline cusack Rhodes and maine jenny and lou paris alice george and timothy that's six 69 one two three (laughs) four five six seven rooms yeah being rented out and then if you count larry that's eight so then again nothing makes sense (laughs) i don't know so Rhodes 
and Cusack are walking back to the diner, and as they're walking straight, Larry comes out of fucking nowhere, and he's like, come here, you have to see this. And they're like, what are you doing? We told you to stay in the diner. Come look at this. Cliché. Cusack and Larry are on the porch talking. Rhodes walks into the diner, and he goes, oh my fucking God. Someone killed Maine. Larry, you son of a bitch. Remember I told you I took a photo to show you something? Yeah. Larry is sitting tied to the post he was originally in. Larry? You mean Maine. Sorry, Maine. With a baseball bat lodged into his throat and the other half coming out of his mouth. What the fuck? I just showed Stephanie a photo. Is he a fucking... I'll post it on Instagram if you want. Is he a fucking sword swallower all of a sudden (laughs) but with baseball bats? Maine is from Abu Dhabi. Um, <laughs> he was trained in snake handling and sword swallowing. Sword, 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 sword swallowing is for pussies. Bat swallowing. That's level ten. So he's like, Larry, why did you kill him? That's what Rhodes says. Great detective work. <laughs> and they're the like, fuck? that's I'm, your. <laughs> I'm just imagining how this guy died. <laughs> like, just open your mouth, bitch. <laughs> They're like, that's your bat, Larry. And Larry's like, Wait, how I, do they know that he had I a bat? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe they saw him holding it before when they were like, watch him. Because he did have it in his hand when he was in the diner. Oh, when he and came opened to the, the okay, yeah. all right. He's like, I didn't kill him. So they keep questioning Larry. So who stole your bat from your hand? <laughs> then Rhodes, is, Rhodes goes down to where Maine's body is and picks up a key. Oh, God. Is it again and then, a key for room nine? <laughs> and then... Cusack goes into Larry's back pocket and pulls out a Gucci wallet. That's the actress's wallet. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so they're going to start thinking Larry did it. So he's like, I did steal her wallet, but I didn't kill her. Good excuse. (laughs) George and Timothy walk into the diner, and Larry pulls Paris, because Paris is there for, sorry, forgot. Fagoodle. (laughs) Fagoodle. Gabagoo. Anyway. I forgot. My sorry's I forgot. Paris is there, Cusack's there, Rhodes is there, Larry's there, Maine's dead body is there. Okay. As George and Timothy walk into the diner, they're like, what's going on? So now <laughs> everyone's in the diner? Except Jenny. Okay, because she's having and a Alice. hissy fit somewhere. And yeah, Alice, well, yeah. obviously. Larry pulls Paris by the clothes, and he puts a knife to her throat. And he's like, you're not going to pin this on me. I didn't do it. So now he has a hostage. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and I don't fucking like whores so i swear to god <laughs> if you don't let me go i don't like whores because one time i hired one and she was supposed to lick my butthole and then suck my dick and then let me fuck her but she <laughs> didn't she stole my money instead and knocked me out and that's why i hate whores you want to write an origin story for this not real character yeah <laughs> wait hold on all right so he's got the he Paris. has passed in a chokehold yeah. with a knife to her throat Cusack and Rhodes both have guns pointed at Larry. For the life of me, I can't remember where Cusack got a gun. <laughs> Rhodes has one because he's a cop. Got Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he could have had a gun in his car because he's a limo driver. Where did he get the gun from? No, he didn't. It wasn't his own gun. Did he find he it? Found, he might have found rooms? it in Larry's office. We can just go with that. So Sure. They have them pointed Do at- Do we ever find out what Larry was shoving into the drawers? Yes. Okay, good. Don't get You're about to, you're like about that. to find out right now actually. Cool. <laughs> so they have the gun pointed at Larry who has Paris mm-hmm. and she does a whoop in the ribs like just hits him. Oh, she does the sing thing from Miss Congeniality. 
I, I, I've never seen that piece Solar of shit plex, movie. Sure. Something, every, sure, yeah, sure. Every letter stands for something. Now, I didn't tell you this because I didn't think it was important, but there's saloon doors that lead to the kitchen of this diner. Okay. And that's where Larry and her are standing in front of. So when she hits him in the ribs, they go falling back into the saloon doors. They fall to the ground. She hits a freezer. And because she hits it, the door opens and a body falls out of a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you answered my question. <laughs> I was going to ask if it's what's-her-face's body. So after this Tina Tumble shit, Larry gets up and runs over to his truck in the main, like, road area. Okay? Wait, I thought they were in the diner. They were, but he leaves, he out, the ba- he leaves out, of... out the back door. Because, okay. you know, every fucking podunk kitchen a, has a back yeah, door. Where the, sh- the where the head chef, who's on probation and has an ankle monitor, goes Always to take a smoke break. Yeah. Right. So he gets into his truck, and George and Timothy walk out into the middle of, like, the road. Timothy is in the middle of the road, and Larry is driving away, and he's about to get hit by Larry. But George pushes him out of the way, and instead George gets hit by the truck. He pins George to, like, a fucking garbage dumpster. This person, whoever made this movie, really loved people getting hit by cars. Trial time. Okay. Trial time. Don't do, do, you want to get into, let's go to the dining room, do, get do. some coffee, because it's 2.30 in the fucking morning. So, the lawyer of Malcolm Rivers says, my client is insane, and he didn't know what he was doing at the time that he was murdering all these women. I still want to know how the fuck these two things are connected. We're getting there. But apparently, there's secretly another person staying in one of the rooms. That makes nine. What? That would make it because we counted. Yeah, how but many like the rooms. fuck. All right. Apparently, he is the ninth person. Apparently, Rivers signed a confession at the time that he was being convicted. But the state of Nevada cannot Nevada cannot put a person to death if they're insane. Alfred Molina says. My patient, Malcolm Rivers, has DID. Didn't fucking do it. <laughs> That'd be DFD, but yeah, close enough. <laughs> Dissociative identity disorder. Okay. I believe that's what it stands did. for. He did it. And then He's somebody, got did. Somebody, he done did, done do it. Don't do what Donnie don't does. So he didn't did it. Somebody comes in and they're like, he's here, talking about Rivers, because they had to transfer him. The murderer. Yeah. So they start to... Oh, we- he finally showed up, right, because you they said that. They start to yeah. wheel him in to the courthouse. Oh, they got him on, like, a barrel thing? <laughs> no, he's in a wheelchair, I think. He's sick? No, but they have him chained to it, so it's just an easier okay. way to wow. transport Yo, him. Wow, yo, he's getting transported? Goddamn. So, uh... He's got the... He, he's got the rims? Larry is being tied up and says that... Oh, cut back to the... Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Larry <laughs> is being tied up, and he's like, I found the guy dead after... Okay. Hold on. Oh, God. Suck my words back into my mouth. Dusty. That's what I am. Larry is being tied up by Rhodes, and he's crying and explaining how he was on his way back from Las Vegas. He showed up at the motel to stay stay at a room. The motel? Yeah, this motel. Okay. And he saw that the guy was dead when he got there. He was dead at the desk of the main lobby. Larry's the murderer? He's like... He was face down with his head in a pot pie. So I thought it'd be a good idea to just eat it, (laughs) move the body, and I started working here. 
because I had no money anyway. So I thought it would be, I've been checking people in and out, $30 a night. That's it. It was so simple and easy. I was comfortable. He's like, so for the respect of the dead body, I put him in the freezer because I thought I could preserve him for longer. I thought I could pervert him. (laughs) What? the f- he's yo, like he's like, like yo best job opportunity i have ever gotten <laughs> he's like his name is larry too Kawinky <laughs> dink i think not road says i don't have to lie about what his name was is road says larry's guilty of killing everyone and paris is like his story is just so crazy it might be true and and cusack's like she might be right yeah the detective is like no listen i'm one of those cops i don't give a fuck if i think it it's true there's no point for this next scene like none at all (laughs) after watching the whole movie i'm like why why did they have to throw this in here but it's it's so crazy you have to include it literally i skipped a line and then wrote in all caps then this is the wildest shit Is this the part where you lost your shit? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so Paris and, and Cusack are like, we don't think that he's lying. We think he's telling the okay. truth. It's is crazy like, enough. Rhodes is like, are you fucking cuckoo maduku? Like, the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? What the fuck? <laughs> so Rhodes is like, he's obviously guilty. And they're like, we don't think he is. And Timothy and Jenny are sitting outside of the room. All right. I don't, uh, she's like, you're too young for all this shit. Why the fuck are you even here? Jenny and Timothy are sitting on a bed. They tied him He's up. like, you know what? You're hot for a seven-year-old. He's like, when did this turn into a pedophilia movie? I want to say it's an office bathroom. I don't know. Okay. They tied the Larry. They tied Larry into the office. and he, but, there, but there's a room. So I don't know where there's an office and a room and no bathroom, but they're on a bed, so they have to be in a room. And I don't remember where. La- anyway, Larry's tied up Jesus in one room. Fuck. The door's open. Rose this is, is talking the to them. Most complicated motel layout I have ever heard. Timothy and Jenny are sitting outside the room, and Jenny just fucking says out of nowhere, "Maybe it's the burial ground." What? <laughs> Please. What the fuck? Please, in the poltergeist tale. please do not fucking tell me this is some shining shit. They said, what are you talking about? There's she's an like, Indian burial ground. She's like, there's a brochure. And they have him at the motel in the front where the, the lobby is to check people in. <laughs> this motel is on the best land ever. They say they have in what brochure would have this? They're like it has information about the government moving 100 native americans to this area, but they all died because there was no water. Guess what? We built a pool on their dead bodies. <laughs> what what motel would advertise this to be like and now you can, you too can stay here where we killed do, indigenous do you, people. Do you want to get haunted? By a Winnebago. I'm so glad that you didn't say the real word because I don't need to be cursed by Appalachian spirits and one day run into one. So Rhodes is like, give me a break. And Cusack is like, all right, everyone calm down. Dude, I'm so- <laughs> this is straight. I was like, we have nothing going for ourselves. <laughs> the only thing we can advertise is the really fucked up shit we did here. We ain't got no gator park. (laughs) We only got this motel and this diner. And the fact that it's built on some Native American burial ground. So Rhodes is like, 
I'm tired of you trying to take control of everything to Cusack. And he's like, we're all going to stay in this room until morning. If anyone tries to go anywhere. That's what I said to do anyone, from the fucking if beginning. If anyone tries to come into this room, if anyone tries to pull some shit, I'm going to shoot all of you. <laughs> you know a cop that would say that? <laughs> what? <laughs> and if Larry tries anything, I'm going to shoot him. What in fuck? Oh, God. So Yo, this, this is, make this so makes sense though for early two thousands. <laughs> like, so this is when Jenny's like, "Have you ever seen that movie where ten people end up on an island and they think wasn't that they she are... in Scream? No, no, that's no. not her. All right, fuck it, go on. She's like, "Don't you know that movie where ten people end up on an island and they think that they're strangers, but they all have something in common with each other?" Gilligan's Island. No, it's called and then there were none. It's an Agatha Christie book. At first, it was called Ten know. Little Indians, and then they changed the name for cultural reasons. Yeah, so now it's, and then there was none. Mm -hmm. So, this is when they're all like, maybe she's on to something. Wait, hold on. But Finger what guns. the fuck is this book about? So, they somehow all know each other, or they're linked somehow together? That's why they're in the fucking motel? This is just hold, an idea. You know what? Like, this, is, is this The Endless, where they're fucking domes? No, I hate that the, movie. <laughs> the dude try to fucking leave, but then comes back, and he's in the same place? No. So is he stupid? Is he does he not know geography like you? And he's like, wait a minute, I walked you. away and I'm here again. <laughs> she just called me stupid. They start asking each other questions because also they're stuck in this room. They have nothing else to do. This is when we find out Larry and Paris are from the same town in Florida. First they're like, Floridians. first they're like, I'm from Florida too. And then he's like, where are you from? And she's like, this place. And he's like, I lived in this place, which is like two miles away from each other. And they're like, what a crazy coincidence. Are they a murdering couple? No. Alice is dead. They go back to her room. She's she's fucking KO'd. Like, but from the accident or someone... Just, yeah. She, her life Mercy gave out her. because... No, okay. her life gave out because she just... Whatever. Someone done flipped the switch. But they find another... A room key under her bed. And it's room key to number... Room number... Room six. <laughs> I had a stroke. Um... <laughs> It's the room key to room six. Got it. Aren't so no, that was Ginny and Lou. Okay. Yes. So they're like, where is room key seven? Because now they're like, we have all the room keys. We found them under all these bodies. Except Where's for seven? seven. Yeah, which is I think Paris's room. So are they like, where's Paris? No, because she's with them. Okay. They go over to George's. Where's your key, bitch? <laughs> they go over to George's body and they find room key number seven under his body. But here's the thing. What? Here's the thing. Rhodes is the one that finds it. And and is Paris this a is mathematical like, equation with keys? Like what what is happening? Rhodes is like, I don't understand what the hell this means. Yeah, what's the and fucking Par significance? Paris I don't either. Paris is like, no one could have known that he was going to run over George. So how the hell did the room key get under his body? Because it seems like whoever is purposely killing everybody, they're purposely leaving the room key numbers. So somebody would have known. That George was going to be murdered next to be able to place the key under his Who body. Who ran him over? Larry. He almost hit Timothy, but George pushed Timothy out of the way, and that's why he got pinned to the dumpster. All right, so all signs are pointing to Larry, but you said it's a stupid twist, so it's probably not Larry. This is when Jenny comes out, and she's freaking the fuck out, and she's like, no one human. Oh, no, she's like, no one is human. I forgot the is. No, no one, one is human. No one is human? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I fucked it up. They're all aliens? E.T. come home? Motel? When Paris says no one could have known he was going to run out, Jenny says no one human. 
Meaning it could have been a paranormal thing. Like no human being could oh have known he was going to run out. Oh my god. <laughs> is this a ghost movie? So, what? What the fuck? Rhodes is like, oh, we're back to this shit again, huh? Maybe it was the ghost of the guy Larry put in the freezer. <laughs> Other Larry. Dead Larry. Cusack pulls Paris to the side. He's like, shut the fuck up. Go take Jenny. Oh, wait, no, it was Jenny. I'm sorry. Go take Jenny and the kid and get out of here. Drive as far as you can. She has no car. Whose car is she taking? Jenny has her own car. That's not broken down. Because remember, they showed up with them. Why the fuck? Who the fuck? Larry's yelling like, no. spilled Jenny. (laughs) Well, wait. Larry's like, no, they can't leave. That's not his real name. Ginny? It's short for something. So Larry's like, no, they can't leave. Because where he's sitting in an office tied to a chair, all the doors are open. So he can see out into the, like, the court watching them, all the shit go down. He's like, no, they can't leave. Rhodes is like, shut up, Larry. Rhodes is like, you can't have suspects leave after four murders. So they start arguing. And at the same time that Rhodes and Cusack are arguing, Jenny and Timothy Get hit by a car. Run behind the motel to where her car is parked. And then all of a sudden, what do you think happens? Lightning strikes. If you guess it, the car explodes. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Mafia? (laughs) Car blows the fuck up and it's on fire for maybe 25 seconds before they run over and they start trying to put it out. Wait, so who ran to the car? I don't Jenny know. and Timothy ran over to the I'll car. Say- because Paris was going to go with them, but she was also watching as Rhodes and Cusack were arguing because she didn't want anything to happen to Cusack. What the fuck? So when? The car gets put out. Nobody is in the car. It's torched. It's torched like it was on fire for three hours. Like the like the foundation of the car is Uh-oh. left. There's no seats left. There's nothing left. What? You know what I'm going to connect this what? to? 9-11. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Jet fuel does not burn cars. <laughs> <laughs> Rhodes says that this is all Cusack's fault for telling them to get into the car. Who the fuck would know? They walk back to the truck. This reminds me of this smut book that I was reading oh about vampires. There's a car that gets blown up and they, one of the vamp one of the main vampires dies. They walk back to the truck where George's body is. Uh-huh. B- oopsie, it's not. <laughs> His body's missing. Someone making a kebab out of him or he wasn't dead? (laughs) They go back to the diner. Maine's body is gone. They go back to Jenny's room. Lou's body is gone. And they go back to the dryer. I don't know why they wouldn't move this. I mean, I guess I understand why. Caroline's head is gone. What about Alice? Alice is gone. The bed is made. Alice is gone. So some... (laughs) I can't. They're in Alice's room and then all of a sudden the front door to her room slams shut. And this is when Paris has a meltdown and she starts screaming, I give up! What do you want, you sick bastard? I can't get over this part. (laughs) Is this the part that you were too aligned with me? I turned 30 next week! (laughs) And I just want to go home and grow oranges! (laughs) Not that part. Okay, her whole fucking reason for being in the place that where they were at the time that they were, she was going back home to Florida because she bought a plot of land that she was going to use to build- Grow to, oranges? To have an orange grove, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Larry. I'm turning 30. <laughs> it's, me. Me. <laughs> it's me. It's <laughs> me. Larry says, 
I can't believe these people are the age that they are. Larry says, I turn 30 next week. All of them turn 30 next week? And I just, yeah, he's like, it's my birthday next week. Maybe they're not 30, but he's like, it's my birthday next week. Both on oh May. Oh my God, what day? Both on May 10th. And then Rhodes is like, were they born? We also are born on that day. What? So. What? So. Is it going to, What? Larry? What? Oh, hold on. (laughs) Were they all born at like 12 o'clock, so it's possibly the 9th, but they claimed 10th? No, they were all born mid-10th. So, where does 9 come in again? I don't remember. (laughs) Knock, knock. Who there? Why is 6 afraid of 7? Because 6, 8, 9, bitch. It's 7, 8, 9, you stupid bitch. (laughs) It's 7, 8, 9. How the fuck did you fuck that up? I'm stupid. 69. So, sorry that I wasn't born as Christopher Columbus, that I don't know my way around shit. No, it's 789. It was a 69 joke. It's 789. It wasn't a good joke. Fuck you. Jokes should make sense. So. <laughs> I make my own numbers. They are in the office, the main lobby, and Larry starts to look at, okay, because I didn't say this. It wasn't that important. I guess it is. When he checks people in, he photo scans their IDs. So he starts looking at his files, and everybody who checked in that night from the storm, they're all born on May 10th. The actress, George, George Alice, Alli- and Timothy. What the fuck? Paris, Jenny, and Lou, all of them, May 10th. Cusack, Rhodes, Maine, May 10th. So. It ain't no 9-11, but it a 5-10. <laughs> this is my 9-11. So uh, so they're all in the room, and they're looking at this, and they're all freaking the fuck out. And then all of a sudden, lightning strikes the sign that reads Motel, and one of the letters comes crashing into the room. I was going <laughs> to <laughs> It said vacancy. Now it says no vacancy. That's a different movie. Vacancy. <laughs> yes, I know. Rhodes and Larry and Paris run to go to his office to get a toolbox. In what fucking world is there enough tools to fix a roof that has fallen in from a sign with a toolbox. They're going to get a toolbox to try to fix the roof. How? You need a tarp, bitch. Exactly. Wait. So. You, you need a tarp, boo. <laughs> Here's the crazy part. Here's the absolute fucking nuts part. It's not going to answer anything, but just listen to this shit. As Mo, Larry, and Curly run to go Mo, get the. Larry? And Curly. The Three Stooges. <laughs> As they run to go get the. T- I can't believe I had to explain that to you. <laughs> As they run to go I get thought, the... I thought you said a word. I'm going to start like, drinking what, hard. What the <laughs> fuck is Molary? <laughs> Malaria? <laughs> what the fuck? As the three knuckleheads run Got to it. go get a toolbox, Cusack decides he's going to look at the photos of everybody's ID. Got, okay. Because he still can't believe like we're all born on the same day. So <laughs> We could throw the biggest birthday party. <laughs> he looks at one ID. It's Jenny's. Her first name is Virginia. Then he looks at Lou's ID. Jenny, Virginia. Then he looks at Lou's ID, and his name is Lou. Ouija. Isiana. His first name is Lou. Are they all named after states? Isiana. Caroline, Suzanne, Paris. Her last name is Nevada. George. His last name is York. Larry. His last name is Washington. Rhodes. As in Rhode Island. And Ed's last name is Dakota. I wish I didn't watch this movie twice. <laughs> why? So. Why? At the same time that he's seeing Yo. this. Right. <laughs> Yo. I got a script. <laughs> I think. All right, there's going to be a group of people. Right. There's going to be a bunch of. Mur- it, it happens in a motel. There's going to be a bunch of murder. Let's put a bitch's head 
in a dryer because that's just funny. And then later on in the movie, I was thinking it'd be fucking hilarious. If we name them. We, we well, hold on. Red, white, and blue to you. I'm going to name them after the states. I am the most American man in the world. I don't know what the fucking significance is of May The 10th. significance is this is the murder of America. May 10th. I don't know what the fuck it means. But yeah, they I should have been. Imagine they were all born on January 6th. I closed my eyes. <laughs> I looked at a calendar. I put my finger on a date. The 4th of July would be two on the nose. <laughs> and it was May 10th. Now, listen further. All right, George Bush. I want all people in motel. Hotel Holiday Inn. Give them, give them names from states. What's more American than that? Nadona, you can proceed. Oh, can I? Yeah. You ready? This is about, we about to fucking understand what's going oh, on now. Oh, God. Are if we? You didn't, if you didn't understand already, which who would? At the same time that he realizes everybody's named after a state, he looks behind him and there's a giant map on the wall. Oh, dear God. And he starts reciting the poem from the beginning of the movie. But you hear Molina saying, Who, who am I? Alfred Molina, the doctor at the trial. Okay. He says, Who am I speaking to? Where did you learn that poem? Cut to the trial, and Cusack is sitting in the chair where the prisoner is supposed to be. Stay with me. What? Molina says, Edward, where have you been? Cusack starts telling him what happened at the motel. And then they show Cusack a photo of Malcolm Riv- Rivers, the prisoner, and starts telling him what Rivers did, which was murder like seven women. Then they say, Malcolm Rivers has multiple personality syndrome. Cusack's like, why are you telling me this? And Molina says... They're saying this at his trial? Yeah. Molina says, because you're one of his personalities. Then they give him a fucking... <laughs> what?! <laughs> They hand him a Jeffree Star hand mirror. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they just give him a hand mirror. And they're like, look. And he looks into the mirror and it's Malcolm Rivers' face. He starts freaking out. Molina's like, calm down. And he's like, where is everyone? What happened to everyone at the motel? And Molina's like, they don't exist. You created them. Don't worry. It's going to get worse. If I've ever <laughs> wanted to slam my head against a wall. Who the fuck? He's like, come on, listen to me. All of the people you're talking about that you're at the motel with, they all have the same birthday. They're all named after states. This is created by you during your blackouts. But really by Malcolm. Because Cusack's character is just another personality. We're in split now. Rivers is in the midst of a medical treatment. Apparently. This is fucking off. This is bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Fucking crazy. They're like, you're in the middle of a medical treatment, and so all of your personalities are squatting up and facing one another, which we already knew was going to happen. Again, split. (laughs) And because of this, Alfred Molina knew that the personalities would be reduced because one of the personalities is a killer. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. And the killer would kill them off, and that personality is responsible for the actual murders that Malcolm Rivers committed that he was put on trial for and found guilty for. Hold on. Does this mean that all the people that died at the motel were actually killed? No. Or did he he imagine everyone at the motel? And all the people at the motel are his personalities? Mm -hmm. So he has a prostitute. Yeah. He's got an ex Well, if you remember, he said in the beginning of the movie during their recorded conversation, I the only thing I remember about my mother is that she was a whore. Okay. So, mother figure. 
ex-cop, mm-hmm. detective, little kid, woman who got run over by a car, because mm-hmm. that's a personality. <laughs> well, she she was dead. She did. She's not really the personality. You have Paris, Cusack, Rhodes, Larry, Timothy, Larry, Lou, Ginny. and Ginny. Those are and George. Shit those are boyfriend. the main. Yeah, those are the main husband because they got married. They eloped. All right. Yeah. Newlyweds. There's more. You ready? I hate this. <laughs> this is Garbaggio. Molina tells level ten. Cusack, unless you solve the mystery of which identity has been killing everyone, we can't convince the judge and jury that he shouldn't be executed dun, in nineteen dun, hours. Dun. Or the killer can't survive. He has to make sure. <laughs> yeah, right. This is 16 gigabytes of asses. <laughs> the killer cannot survive this night at the motel. Cusack has to find out which one is the killer of the personalities and kill him. Is this? I just... don't understand that, too. Because if they kill the killer personality, they have no evidence to prove to the rest of the people there who's at this midnight trial that he is not fully responsible for killing these women. Well, you know what? If you agree to a midnight trial... <laughs> what? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so is this, this whole motel Is just a figment of his imagination. Is in his He's, head. Yeah, it's in his head. Okay. All right, so Glad back to back to Imagination Land. Scooby Doo and the gang are still looking for a Imagine toolbox. Nay, I hate that episode. <laughs> I think it's the dumbest episode. My siblings think it's the funniest episode. <laughs> Paris jumps into Rhodes's car while she is trying to help them look for the toolbox. But Larry and Rhodes are like looking for it, and they're like is trying, she trying to, fix to check shit? the radio. Presumably, yes. Okay, she, she finds hops, a gun. She hops into the car. And this is where she looks down where the ignition should be, mm-hmm. and there's just wires coming out of it. So it's the detective. So I guess the wires were ripped out to use to, yeah, yeah. to jumpstart the car, yep. which means he didn't have a key. Why wouldn't he have a key to his own car? So he killed the real detective and then stole Maine? Then she opens the glove box and she pulls out two case files, and one is Maine and one is Rhodes. What a fucking twist! <laughs> Bop it! Twist it and turn it in my titties because I can't believe this movie. Um, Smack that shit out of here. Cut to an earlier scene. Rhodes and Maine are both in prison jumpsuits sitting in the back of this cop car. Rhodes takes a screw out of... Because you know how in cop cars they have that barrier between... Is he like, have you ever dropped the show? The show? <laughs> the show? Have you ever dropped a show in the shower? In prison? <laughs> Shun of a bitch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know how, like, in cop cars, they have that barrier? With, yeah, like, the, the, divides, the metal gate? Yeah. yeah. He starts unscrewing a screw out that is, like, directly behind the driver, pulls a shank out of his sock, and kicks it into the guy's back. <sighs> okay, I've never been in the back of a police car. <laughs> People are going to think I have been. Cause Ask me anything. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... That whatever bolts that you can actually see. They're in the corners. They wouldn't be in well, the middle of the fucking thing. Well, not even in the corners. Thing. They're mushroom shaped, so you can't grab them to twist them. This was a big ass bolt. Big enough that he could shove a shiv into it. Well, then whoever the fuck designed this was expecting someone to get stabbed or killed. Well, if you think technically this is in the mind of a psychopath or somebody who is criminally in insane. That, okay. Yeah, so whatever. So... He then gets out of the car and he's changing into the detective's uniform. And that's why he had the blood stain and, and 
wound in the back of his shirt because it wasn't his. It was the cop. I forgot about that. Right. It fit him? <laughs> sure. So... <laughs> Uh, he, uh, his partner is like, what am I going to change into? I'm still in my uniform. He's like, you're going to stay in your uniform. You're going to be my bitch. And shuts the door on him. Yeah, so this was their plan all along to get away. Paris now Where gets were they? They're supposed to be transported to, to a another... prison. Yes. Okay. Paris goes to the trunk of the car and finds the body in the trunk of the detective and calls out for Larry because she's trying to get him to come over to see this. And instead... <laughs> Rhodes comes out. Rhodes finds Paris. Uh-oh. And he's like, give me the keys to the truck. I don't know why she has the keys to Larry's truck, but she does. Larry all of a sudden comes in and beats him in the back of the head with like a a, a lamp or something. And why? he falls to the ground because he obviously knows too now that Rhodes is a liar. I don't how? know how. Don't know how. Don't ask questions. Okay. Plot holes. Pay attention. Police. So. I am. It's not making sense. <laughs> He grabs the spare keys and gives them to Paris. Okay, now Paris has the keys. Okay. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck. Rose is gonna do. I don't know what the fuck this was happening. Is. He gives the spare keys to Paris and he bends down and she's like, what are you doing? And Larry's like, "We, I'm going to get his gun. And then Rhodes gets up and shoots him in the stomach and then shoots him in the chest. So Paris runs out. Larry. Yes. Now Larry's dead. Larry, Larry, how, dose. how much do we have left? Larry squared, fifteen minutes. All right. So, Paris, Ro- Larry killed lo- Rhodes. Kills Lord Larry. Kills Larry. Rhodes. <laughs> Ro- where's the Ridley in the- <laughs> Where's my scuba shorts? <laughs> we had to rope down, rope down, rope down. runs out of the office and Rhodes shoots after her. She runs into Cusack and he tells her to stay put. He's like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I'm imagining? What? <laughs> One person has multiple personalities, but they're running from point to point acting out each person. <laughs> it's a that would take like program. three days. <laughs> Cusack finds Rhodes and they pull out each other's guns and they start shooting each other. <laughs> but is this a Western shootout? Like, literally, at some point, Rhodes shoots him. He shoots Rhodes. He then lunges at Rhodes, who's standing beside a wall, and just, like, pulls him in by the stomach and is like, do, 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 do. Like, shooting him in the stomach Point over blank. and over again. Yeah. Cusack falls over on the ground. Paris runs over to him. She tells him that they have to get to a hospital. She's like, come on, help me. Let me get you up. And he's not moving. Because at this point, he knows, like, he's like, I'm not even fucking real. Like, whatever. (laughs) What? (laughs) Hold on. Does this have to do with cats having nine lives? No. Okay. The number nine never comes up again. What the fuck? (laughs) So she's like, why won't you let me help? So then what was the significance of the number six turning into nine? I thought it was. I don't know. Oh, fuck Because they're born on May 10th. Yeah, I know. She's like, why won't you let me help you? Where did you go before? He says... I saw you. I saw you in an orange grove. And then he dies. <laughs> Cut to Rivers. What? Saying the same conversation out loud that Paris and Cusack are having, but in different voices. He's sitting in the back of a truck and he's like, Why won't you let me help you? <laughs> and he's like, I saw you. I saw you I in, an, saw orange you in grove. an orange grove. Paris is oh driving my away. God. 
in the truck that belonged to Larry. Mm-hmm. You hear Alfred Molina say the dumbest line I've ever heard. The question is whether we convict the body or the mind. <coughs> <laughs> they say that Malcolm belongs in a state hospital. He's not violent anymore because the violent personality is now dead. Ray Liotta Rhodes. When did he die? When John Cusack shot him to death. Got it. In the gut. Yeah. So they rule that he I didn't realize he died. <laughs> He gets up and starts doing the thriller dance. Dude, (laughs) there was Alice got hit by a fucking car going like 60 miles an hour and she laughed. Yeah, so. So they rule that they will, he will no longer be executed and they're going to drive him instead to an institution where he'll spend the rest of his life. Maine is in the car with him. No, no. (laughs) He don't exist. (laughs) I was thinking this is full circle. So now cut to an orange grove. Paris is driving a truck. She's in her back. So she bought the land. She bought the land. She's got the orange grove. You know, she got the whole uh, don't go bury your pets over there. That's the pet cemetery shit. I don't know. Like, (laughs) different movie. She's now in her backyard folding laundry and now she starts hoeing. Not literally. No, literally. She has a hoe. With a hoe. Yeah. A garden hoe. But she was a hoe. So, like, that's why I was like, not literally. Literally. She's digging in the dirt, and then all of a sudden she hits something hard, and she pulls it up, and it's a room key, and it's the number one. She turns around, and who is standing behind her? Cusack. Rivers. Rhodes. That's your last guess. Larry. It's Timothy. Is this supposed to be his childhood? His mom was a hoe on an orange grove? Timothy's holding his uh, the hoe in his hand, and he's, like, batting it. Okay, like he's about to... Beat the shit so out of at her? the same time that this is happening, Malcolm is in the back of this truck being transported to the new place he's supposed to be, you know, institutionalized in. Mm-hmm. And you cut to all the murders that happened at the motel, and you see Timothy committing them. He stabbed the actress. What? <laughs> he purposely ran out in front of Larry's car, knowing his stepdad would push him to safe his safe way. He's coming out of the closet to kill Lou. When he's banging on the bathroom door. He's smiling after his mom steps back and gets hit by the car in the middle of the road. He's going in and smothering Alice, his mother, when she is still in the bed in the motel and everybody else is, like, trying to figure out who killed Maine, the prisoner. I'm supposed to believe, now I know this is fake, but I'm supposed to believe this child shoved the baseball bat down this fucking prisoner's throat? (laughs) Right. So... Wait, was he an actual prisoner? Yeah, well, in his head, yes, Maine was a convict. So was Ray Liotta. That didn't happen. None of this existed. But then the murders of everyone didn't happen. It's all in his head. So who did he really kill? He killed women. Malcolm Rivers killed women in all these different states. So he shoved a baseball bat down a woman's throat? I don't know if that really happened, but, you know. What the fuck? Uh, He killed the prisoner. He's walking away after he somehow made the car blow up that had Jenny in it. And then he just he just he just had a pipe bomb in his back pocket. He starts killing Paris with the hoe in his hand. Rivers 40 pound child. (laughs) Rivers is in the back of the truck and he's saying like, no, please don't in his voice. That's Paris. And Alfred Molina's like turns around because he sees that he's like acting out and he opens the, the cage and he's like. What is it, Malcolm? And then you cut between Timmy 
the child and Rivers saying at the same time, Whores don't get a second chance. <laughs> and he, as Timothy, is killing Paris and at the same time is choking out Alfred Molina. And How? also kills the cop driving the truck. He has handcuffs and he chokes him from behind. Through the little window? Yeah. Well, he opens it and it's big enough for him to reach his hands in and choke him. And he also kills the driver. And then all of you see, all you see is like the truck that's transporting him swerve off to the side of the road and kind of stay like tilted. And all you hear is a child instead of a grown man whispering, when I was going up the stairs, that bullshit poem from the beginning. And the, the, I saw a man yeah, who wasn't there. The end. <laughs> you ready for some trivia? It's small. Okay. There was trivia facts, but I was like, this isn't interesting. But here's some. In the first draft of this script, the, the killer was an expatriate female teacher from Australia. What However, that, that is so <laughs> unhinged. What the was, fuck? <laughs> it was decided that a female teacher wouldn't be that smart. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who was a serial killer may not have gone down too well with parent groups. But a so that idea was dropped. Way yeah. While explaining Malcolm Rivers' multiple personality disorder to John Cusack's character, Alfred Molina says, Malcolm is in the midst of blank, blank, blank. But it's clear from reading his lips that the line was dubbed, and he actually says, Malcolm is in the middle of. Presumably, this line was post-sync to avoid confusion with and an unexpected reference to the TV series Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, <laughs> dear God. And that's identity. What? what? Stephanie, how many stars do you give it? Five stars! Of course. <laughs> it made no fucking sense. Garbage! Garbaggio. What? So that's the curb music. Oh, no, I got it. Stephanie doesn't watch curb. No. There you go. Yeah, so um, I had to watch that movie twice, so I really hope that my time and effort is not wasted and that everyone appreciates the amount of time and effort <laughs> I put into this shit. Do you know how much time and effort, time and effort, time and effort? Time and effort, effort, time, time and effort, effort, time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's it. Hope, okay. Hope you had a good time. Jesus fuck. I'll see you. I'll see you first. We see you. <laughs> we see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.